welcome to episode 72 of the Game Sharks podcast, where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, parenthood. I'm, I'm <laughs> a dad, kind Jared of. Jared, play? That kind game. of. Uh, there's a game called Parenthood? I don't know. <laughs> it's called Octodad. I, I think Octo there's a, a show called Parenthood or something. There Anyways, Alice and I are foster parents now. Uh, we have a little girl in our house. She came last week. That's why I wasn't on the podcast last week. And that's about all I can say. But she's great. And uh, I'm tired all the time now. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Jeff, I have no plans to have kids of any kind. And I'm already tired all the time. So just imagine how tired I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Uh, Yeah. And then on top of that, I got my second vaccine shot yesterday. And that, oh boy that kicked my ass i stayed home from yeah. work to, uh today because i could barely lift my left arm so you know that wouldn't have gone well uh, but yeah anyways exciting times here at the ferrara household uh but and video games joining but me today video games. we have adam hi derek hello andrew hello and jose hey and today's episode, our main topic is a backlog power hour, which is our book club. We are talking about Knights of the Old Republic. Jose is here because it is one of his favorite games ever. He's played through it several times. Um, he also replayed it for he, this. He did replay it yes, for this sir. episode. Uh, the rest of us have played it for the first time. So we'll, it's going to be a very interesting discussion later on in the episode. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> but... Let's start with how we always do. We got some news, incredibly light news week. I only have a couple tabs open here, and they're all non-stories. Uh, so I guess we'll get right yeah. into it. It won't be very long. First up, the PlayStation has revealed a new red and a new black PlayStation 5 DualSense controller. They look pretty cool. Uh, they do look pretty cool. I'm I'm heavily debating getting one of them, and the only reason I like I'll never play my PS5 with anyone else. So, like I'm the only one that plays that console, so I don't need two controllers. The only reason I want to do it is because the bottom of my white controller is already covered in dirt and is disgusting looking. <laughs> so I don't know if that guy's happens to you, but I guess I have uh, gross, dirty hands. I haven't looked at mine. Yeah, mine's um, a little dirty. Yeah, probably. like you get that like little bit did. of brown going on it. Yeah. Um, I uh already bought a red one. Did you? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. I, think... I, I really like the red. That looks really. The red nice. one looks really nice. Like, uh, the red one is also like ten dollars more expensive. It is. I really? did see that. Mm, yeah, I don't know why. Um, yeah, it's seventy four. It's five bucks more expensive. It's seventy four ninety nine, and the black one okay. is uh sixty nine ninety nine, which is nice. nice. Yeah. I did um, see a funny tweet though about uh, you know, PlayStation releases new controller options for the console you still can't buy. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, true. Uh, yeah, I might bite the bullet and buy this just because I, I hate I hate owning white things. I'm a messy person. My wife is an even more messy person. And now that we have a small child in our house, nothing is clean in my life anymore. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm heavily considering picking one of those yeah. up. I hear you on the way. It looks cool, but you can see everything on it. Mm. Yeah. Maybe you guys should just wash your hands. I do. I'm just a Even then, gross person. Just... It just happens. I, I'm a very sweaty person. I'm not wearing gloves while I play my games. Derek, are you considering picking one of these up? Um, Going to wait for another color? 
they look really cool. I like I like the black one. I've always been a fan of the black controller. Mm. Uh, Imagine if they do this with like a forest green. That's, what, be, I mean, that's the fun. other thing. It's like I'm waiting. Like, do I just wait for a color that I like more? Because it's like I'm the only one that sees the controller right now. It's just in the drawer all the time. So yeah. Until I'm using it, it's more so just for me and my mental hatred of it. I don't know what color I would want, so. I guess maybe I won't buy it. In Give me case like a... eventually they release the color I want. Mm. My ideal color would be like a like a magenta, like a dark magenta. Mm. I could go for like a royal blue or like a forest green. What about like a I game shark's blue. purple? A game shark's a game purple shark's probably purple. look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> maybe just a purple. Maybe not our purple. Mm. Our purple looks good. Yeah, it's nice. But anyways, yeah, cool stuff that they're actually doing this. Uh, Xbox has been doing it for forever now. Yeah, uh, they have that whole website where you can just build your own custom Xbox controller, and that's on top of, or not even including the uh, Elite series, which I'm still debating getting one of those when they inevitably come back in stock. They're all sold out everywhere. But what are you do? the funny, the funniest part about it to me is that it still costs less than a Joy-Con. Yeah, right. <laughs> Or a pair of Joy-Cons. <laughs> a pair yeah, of Joy-Cons. That. Which is ridiculous because yeah. Joy-Cons are the fucking cheapest, like, they're... most easily breakable plastic controllers. They're pretty crazy technology stuffed into a very small compartment. And I think that's yeah, they, why they're they so They break so easy. It's just the drift, the only thing that gives. I know. But... And, like, every every controller nowadays yeah. is eventually suspect the drift. Sure. It just but... happens. It still still feels weird to me. Oh yeah, it still sucks, but all right. Let's keep talking about Sony. Um, they are expecting PS5 shortages to continue into the next year. Uh, basically, it was a report from Bloomberg. Uh, Sony has spoken to a group of analysts about the supply constraint issues affecting the PS5 and said that it will continue into 2022. Um, yeah, this is from. Hiroki Totoki, Totoki, uh, from Sony. He said, "I don't think demand is calming down this year, and even if we secure a lot more devices and produce many more units of the PlayStation Five next year, our supply wouldn't be able to catch up with demand." Uh, I think this uh, is it goes towards that whole thing that I've been saying. I don't. I think I've said it on the podcast before. Every time uh sony or microsoft right now are like oh we've sold this many units and it's the best selling console ever it's like that doesn't matter to me because you are selling every single one you make i care about those numbers once it starts slowing down you know once once you can actually you know wander into a walmart and say oh hey look a ps5 exactly so it's like it's not an impressive it's, it's still an impressive metric the fact that they are still selling every single one they make but it's, it's like stop gloating about numbers until things calm down a bit, till they're in stock yeah. regularly. I don't know. That might just be my opinion on it. Um, I mean, couldn't you say they're not in stock because they're selling so quickly? Yeah. You know. I'd also be interested in knowing, like, if there was a way to figure this out, like how many of those sales are from bots buying up as many as they can. Uh, I thought how I many are scalpers. I saw a metric earlier, and I want to say it says something about, like, it's confirmed that, like, I can't remember how it was figured out, but um, it was, like, 124,000 of those sales uh, were from bots. 
from like from scalpers. One hundred and twenty-four thousand. Yeah, or or that's that might be the amount of oh, man. Where was it? I can't. I don't know where it was, but uh, it was either like that's the number of PlayStation fives that have been sold through scalping. Mm-hmm. Uh, never mind. Not like total how many were purchased by scalpers, but like mm-hmm. how many were have been sold through scalping or something gotcha. like that. Oh, I wish I could find that uh, article Man. again. Gotta hate scalpers. Yeah, friendly reminder, yeah. if the entire world agrees to stop buying from scalpers, scalpers will stop scalping. But, you know, people be crazy. Will they? Yeah, because if they buy stuff and no one buys it from them, they lose money, and then they can't do it anymore. But, but yeah. you need everyone then... in the world to agree to not buy from a scalper, but that will literally never happen. Nope. But, Jeff, wouldn't you like to have 11 PlayStation 5s? I'm just saying they'll lose thousands and thousands of dollars if everyone can just agree to not engage in their game. It's true. Um, yeah, but it, I I definitely agree with what you said, though, Jeff. With how, um, it's pretty meaningless to say your console is fastest selling. Like it's just that's less of a of a gloat and more of an observation because, like, of course your console is fastest selling if, like. Every person who owns a PlayStation Four is going to upgrade to a PlayStation Five anyway. Plus, and there are newer. You aren't, and you haven't made as many PlayStation Fives as there are PlayStation Four users. So, do the math. Yeah, yeah. It, it's strange circumstances too. Like, if there wasn't a shortage on the parts, you know, would these metrics be the same, or would they be anywhere near comparable? Hard to tell. Yeah. Also, uh, I did read uh, Nintendo is also citing that they are expecting more shortages for the nintendo switch going forward which is another reason why the nintendo switch pro will not be coming out anytime soon because they physically can't build them there are shortages doesn't mean they can't make them it just means they can't make as many of them there's shortages for the original switch because they're using those parts in the switch pro you guys are insane. Stop feeding it. the switch agenda i didn't i didn't believe a word of that i'm just i just uh like to stir the pot. Yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, expect. Oh, my chair just gave out. Let me just fix that. Uh, expect uh, shortages. I'm pretty sure Xbox is in the same boat too. They haven't said anything publicly about it, but there are semiconductor shortages across the entire industry. Uh, so it's hard yes. to build hardware these days. So expect shortage supply shortages through 2022. Uh, so our buddy Derek, our buddy Dante sent us a message he was a big yakuza like a dragon fan i think he's just a big yakuza fan as a whole and he sent us a thing he's like what did he say he's like here's some news for you like a dragon was the best selling uh yakuza ever uh and then i was like well here's some news for you because i don't know rightfully so i don't know if he knew this but the yakuza series will be continue to be a turn-based game going forward so because it sold so well because it was so critically well received they decided that um yeah, the mainline Yakuza games will continue to be a turn-based JRPG, like like a dragon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it works, why stray from it? I think it's definitely cool. The Yakuza, the like a dragon combat system was one of the most, I think, refreshing and unique takes on a turn-based JRPG system. Um, especially like like I said a lot before, the way it kind of incorporates the environment and how your positioning matters uh, compared to your enemies and your allies. Um, the one thing that I hope this means is that we get at least one more game with Ichiban as the protagonist, because Ichiban is one of the best video game protagonists of all time. Yeah, I wouldn't be uh, surprised if we see Ichiban again in the future. 
I really hope so. The tricky thing about the Yakuza story is like he spends 19 years in prison. So like he's already in his 40s when you play as him. Yeah. So it's like I feel like unless events happen, you know, directly after the end of like a dragon, then it's it's like you could also you go back playing to as like a 55 year old Ichiban. You could go back to before all the events of like a dragon too. Like during his childhood. Yeah. Or, like, at the beginning of him being in the Yakuza. I don't know. There's stuff there. Maybe. Um, I don't know. People like the uh, the original protagonists, too. Derek, you've played one of the uh, the older Yakuza, right? Yeah, I've played one, two hours of Yakuza 0. <laughs> <laughs> that's some. I've, that's a little bit. Yeah, that's the sum of the game. Uh, I plan to finish that eventually. <laughs> uh, I do want to go back to Someday. Life of Dragon at some point. I really did like playing it. Uh, there was just It came out at a time where there was so much to play for Game of the Year. And I didn't end up going back to it. But if there's ever a lull in this year, I would like to go back and play more of it for sure. Yeah. Uh, and they also announced that the Judgment series is now going to be basically what the old Yakuza games were. The action-based mm-hmm. combat games. Yeah. So like, if you were a fan of the traditional older style of Yakuza games, they will still exist just through this other series. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, I know, Andrew, you're excited. I'm pretty excited. It's, yeah, it's cool to see because I definitely like I I feel like I have to give ju- the Judgment series a try now because like I definitely want to like I've never played a not turn based Yakuza game so I want to at least know how it is. Hmm. Uh, I, hear I, think the, I hear the original Judgment is pretty cool. Most yeah, of the original, I, I think a lot of people like Judgment. Most of the original Yakuza Yakuza games are on Game Pass right now. Yeah, so you can all, all of them I think they're at all, this point they're all there except, now except maybe Seven and Judgment. That's why I said most. But like the mainline games, all yeah. but set, all but. Uh... I'll just do a series on it after I'm done with Assassin's Creed. It's never gonna end. <laughs> I know. All right, last piece There's of news. Too many games, man. Too many games. Last piece of news. This one uh, was exciting for me. Have any of you ever played any of the Steam World games? Uh, I haven't just... gotten to them. Despite uh, no. your glowing recommendations, no. No, Derek. No, Jose. Nope. Nah. Oh, man, you guys are all missing out. I love the Steam World games. I've played. Quest 2, which was like an incredible Metroidvania with a really satisfying gameplay loop. I No, not Quest 2. SteamWorld Dig 2. I played SteamWorld Quest, which is the turn-paced card battler JRPG. That was really fun. I played SteamWorld Heist, which is almost... You're on like a 2D plane and your characters are in combat with other people in a world. And you're like bouncing bullets off of walls. It's very interesting and cool. But they're all super enjoyable all different very different gameplay styles anyways uh the developers of the steam world games have announced that there are several new steam world games in development and they've also announced that they've changed their name they used to be image and form now they are thunderful games so wonderful yeah okay sure why not? i like it interesting uh, amount of uh, i mean maybe i say amount but it's only been two recently that all these indie developers are rebranding Hmm. Yeah, it's just—it's a weird thing to see, but I don't know if yeah. Key I people feel like left. it has. I feel like it has to do with your amount of renown in the space because you know Matt makes games had two games and then Celeste blew up, and so it's like I guess it's kind of the same thing with um Smash tags, right? Because mm. a lot of Smashers once they gain prominence have to change their tags because they could have been seen as inappropriate, um or just stupid like best yeah like like um. The most famous one is Dr. PP, 
used to be his tag, and then he became one of the five gods of melee and changed his name to PPMD, uh, which is, I think, an even funnier yeah. tag. The letters <laughs> he changed it to the letters PP before it was like PP, yeah. right? Yeah, spelled yeah. out. Yeah. So, um, PPMD. Anyways, uh, I'm super excited about this. I think you should all play the Steamroll games. Maybe we can add Steamroll Dig Two to the hat. That's a real quick one. Uh, I'd be down for that. Cool. That's it for news. Like I said, very yeah, like very, jack shit happened. Yeah, very light week. Uh, obviously we're getting E three in a couple weeks from now, or yeah, about a month. Little yeah, almost exactly a month. Uh, Holy so, crap! That's right. Yeah, yeah. What? like one day less than a month because it starts on the twelfth. So it's the thirteenth. I'm so assuming a lot of people are starting to hold the cards close to their chest in preparation for that. So it might be a slow couple weeks and then uh, E three, and then fun. Yeah. All right. Let's let's talk about oh, what we've been playing lately. I want to start off by not something that we've been playing, but something that we watched. Uh, we had. Oh a, yeah. We had a Game Sharks movie night. Oh gosh. Uh, Derek Here we couldn't go. make it unfortunately, but Andrew, Adam, and Tikon and Jordan all came over to my place. My brother came and we set up a projector in my backyard and we watched the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, and it was one of the worst movies I've watched in a long time. <laughs> I <laughs> fully agree. It was. And I am. I am notorious for being like non-critical of movies. I, I just like things. Uh, I've been getting, I guess, better at hating things um, recently, <laughs> or like criticizing them. I don't know. There's a lot of instances where like I don't notice flaws in movies until they're pointed out to me, and then on a rewatch, I'll notice it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. The Mortal Kombat movie was pure garbage. The, yeah, the writing In was terrible. Of, the the writing acting was, was terrible. Yeah, it was just there was so many instances where you're like, okay, this is the part where this where they said where they had a nerd in a room and they were like, well, you have to have him say, come over here. Yeah. Or like, he's like, you have to have someone say, finish him. You have to say someone say fatality. It's like, you don't. Flawless victory. You really and it's don't. like, none of them worked in context. Yeah. they were. <laughs> the lines are thrown in there just to be there. Like there's yeah. no reason you had to say that. Exactly. It, it, it just didn't, there may have been a cool way to do it in some fashion somewhere, but they did not do it. The no, funniest it's... part about it was uh, well, it was like how predictable it was too. There were several moments during the movie where, you know, they enter some big white space and Matt goes, "Oh, where are they? The void?" And then two seconds later, the character goes, "This is the void." <laughs> and... Or, or there was a moment where I said, "This is the exact moment where Scorpion's gonna come out and say, get over here.'" And, and not it, even it ten happened. seconds later, like, yeah, it happened. It was so fucking funny. Yeah, it was really bad. Uh, so like was, many uh, like many bad movies, I absolutely loved the event of watching the movie with you guys, but the movie itself was not great. Making fun of the movie as we were watching it was more fun. Than that was the best part. So, I, I kind yeah. of feel like they, the only reason they made it this way was to set up for another one. Like the entire movie just feels there, like setup. There will probably be another one. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Reptile was an actual lizard. He wasn't like a ninja. He was like literally just a monster on four legs. It was weird. They didn't even have a tournament. Yeah. They fought each other to prevent having a tournament. It was like they didn't and like they didn't do the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> tournaments are the the like most inherently interesting format of of like entertainment. It's proven. All animes, the best arc is the tournament arc. It's true. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah. it's a roll. It was it's abysmal, but it was it was a fun watch. Uh, yeah, it was, it was Kano was great it. though. Yeah, Kano. <laughs> Kano was awesome. <sighs> Anyways, um, Resident Evil Eight came out this week. I think Jose, have you started playing Resident Evil Eight, or do you have any? Intentions no, but uh, I'm gonna be starting soon. I just okay. finished Neo, so nice. I got nice. I got plenty of time on my hands now. All right, cool. If so, you beat it by next week, we're doing a spoiler cast. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, I think the plan is that. to try to do... It's only it's, nine hours. Yeah, it's a short game. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's very short. I'm, I'm playing it on casual right now, and I'm kind of breezing through it, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, so our plan is to do a spoiler cast, because I think we can all have it done by next week. Anyways... Probably. I, I'm already done with it. <laughs> Let's save that for Crazy the man. last thing we talk about, because I feel like sure. it's going to be the biggest discussion. Andrew, this is coming. Okay. I remember you used to beat the Pokemon games in, like, a single day. When they first, uh, mm, I don't know about that. I got no, pretty it was, far. It that was, was also the, that was also the days where I would get home from school, boot it up, and play until two in the morning. Yeah, and like like nonstop. Like it was, was something like one or two days time. after. I forget which one it was, but yeah, when we were younger, you used to crank those out in like a day or two. Yeah, you know. Um. All right. Let's start with Jose. You just mentioned that you had beaten Neo. Nio. Yeah. I don't know how uh, it's supposed to be pronounced. I know you pronounce it Nio. I think it's like n- n- Neo or whatever, but oh, gotcha. yeah, that would either be either way, um, yeah, Neo one is done. What'd you think? It was pretty good. Uh, all of the bosses were were pretty exciting to fight, and like all the DLC was pretty fun too. Um, I figured out how to properly make a build so that actually made the experience like so much better because I actually built for my weapons and whatnot. Um, Does it have I a got... similar like stat to weapon? uh integration as dark souls pretty much i mean uh you get to to once you get to the final rarity you can increase the uh um the level by one so it'll do like plus one plus two plus three etc um but until you get to that rarity uh, weapons just have that uh that like base stat that scales with your level and the level of the item itself um but once once it hits max level it's it's um it's pretty straightforward from there it just keeps going up and up uh and the final fight i mean once you beat everything and everything and everyone you get to fight uh ryu hayabusa from ninja gaiden oh really like that's it's like a secret boss it's like uh it's a secret boss yeah oh, like you, you get like a letter you get a letter from one of the hayabusa clan and it's like hey i want to fight you and then you know you go to like an open field like sekiro Oh, and, nice. Uh, you get to fight him, and it's amazing because he's doing all of the, the moves from Ninja Gaiden Black and everything else. I lost my mind. It was amazing. <laughs> that sounds awesome, yeah. That is really cool. I love when games do stuff like that. Like you are saying, it's Sephiroth and Kingdom Hearts, which is oh, red in Pokemon, silver. So cool. Having like really I think, fun I think this is even cooler, though, because like, it, like Neo is not attached to the Ninja Gaiden universe, is it? Uh, well, I mean, now it is. <laughs> I guess, they, but like it's not explicitly it's, takes place within the the Ninja Gaiden world. Well, I now it, it does because now they've integrated the the clan itself as part uh, as existing in the Neo universe. Right, but I mean, like the story. Uh, well, I mean, the stories don't really line up because they've got like their own separate stories, but they yeah. both involve like demons and demon slaying and all that other stuff. So I okay. could see it both being part of the universe, but as two separate entities if that makes sure. any sense i guess my my point was more so that like in in pokemon gold and silver red is just a pokemon trainer and uh and sephiroth is a final fantasy character so those oh, both okay. 
like more you know yeah, no, they, they don't fit uh, within each of those games structures they, they the theme of it fits in neo but uh they have no impact on the story at all it's just yeah. there to fight if yeah. that's what you mean yeah sure plus he drops his gear easter egg is it did we determine that i, I forgot our that definition egg. uh maybe i don't, know. I don't yeah. remember we'll have to go back know. to that episode and uh, yeah <laughs> i don't remember, I don't remember what we're <laughs> either way you get his gear and his gear is broken so it, i mean <laughs> i don't know nice. i guess the cosplay is real it's fantastic other than that uh been playing rise uh less and less because i'm just waiting for that new update to drop by uh at the end of the month um and I mean, I've been playing Magic a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. arena or like in person? Like in person. Nice. I came back from uh, from a big commander game that we didn't even finish. Oh wow. Yeah. No, Did it you took take too a long. picture of your board state. Uh no, I should have. Damn. Yeah. Well, I'll do it next time. What but... commander were you playing? Traxa. Oh, son of a super bitch. friends in fact what super are you friends super of course super friends of yeah, course. yeah 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 <laughs> I, I i popped off with um some card that i don't remember but you pay x mana uh you reveal x amount of cards and then you can drop x amount of uh legendary uh permanent non-land permanence or sorry non-land permanence and or lands from the top of your library so i ended up dropping like four planeswalkers and like five creatures or something it was it was ridiculous jesus yeah no it was fun uh can't wait but, till we all get to play yeah that'll be fun but yeah that's that's pretty much it uh i'll probably get into um resident evil village if it's as short as you guys say i will probably get through it in a day for yeah, sure like 11 hours maximum yeah no that's easy peasy i can do <laughs> that cool um all right what about you adam what have you been playing well, Resident Evil 8, Andrew let me download it onto the PS4 he gave me. Uh, you got to bring it, it up every time. Yep. And I'm going to make snacks when we can meet in person again. Uh, well, we can. We already did. You made us cookies. Oh, I did. They were really so good. More snacks, to come. Cookies. Yes, more snacks to so come. More snacks to come. I'm probably going to... been playing a little bit more Pokemon Snap. It kind of has a slow progression unless you're like really playing it a lot i have yeah. some things i want to say about pokemon snap if you want to stop that's on right that yeah. for a minute jeff was not here. yeah go for it yeah i'll uh well what do you, I'll what do you I'll, give me your update first i mean it's it's relaxing it's you know it's chill it doesn't really feel rushed but there's kind of a story to it okay. but it's very slow and drawn out because mm. like seemingly it seems like the way you need to progress in the game is do very specific things in the courses yes like even the, like the mail that you, that you get and it's like hey take a picture like who's scorching these apples yeah like that one not even then like like to get the the nighttime mission and get the the lumina orbs you need to take a picture of the the glowing thing you need to figure out where it is hmm. so like sometimes there's like you need to do something specific to trigger something and it might be easy to miss <laughs> What, did your did your dog just bite your nipple? Just, Wait, what just happened? You just gave Derek a heart attack. What? Oh, uh, the dog you just got scared. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Derek just but, got scared by his dog. But, just my dog, when he wants attention, he he boops you with his nose. <laughs> just get the shit out of me. Uh, 
Good Anyways, continue, okay. Adam. Lamal got him. Uh, so I'll probably like I know there's probably like an end game to this. I can kind of see it. Like there's stuff that gets unlocked, but it's it's a slow progression. Mm. It's like I'll be doing the same level over and over, trying to get the next racer level, and just I'm it's a little boring in the sense that you need to do the same level like 20 times to hit the next level, like the next research level. It's like yeah. it's not something that you can like really speed run in any sense of the word so i'm probably just gonna write my review as is like with the disclaimer i have not unlocked everything yeah because yeah i'll just whatever i'm i just want to sit on the couch and play something chill it's a great game for that but Mm. it it definitely wasn't meant to be a you know like sit down and like play this to completion as fast as you can kind of game this is definitely more in the animal crossing vibe of you're just gonna take your time with this yeah uh, I think that's kind of what they intended for this. So my experience so far, kind of my my big thing is, I wish this game was twenty dollars cheaper and had way less features in it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll second that. So I first off, I hate the star rating system. It seems a lot of the things they put in this game feel like they put it in so that you would just play it more, and like in a not interesting Art- way artificially increase the length yeah so with the star rating system you can have star ratings one through four but there is no nothing ever indicates what will make a star rating one two three or four so you're just taking random ass pictures and it could be you could be snapping three pictures in a row and it could just all of a sudden like the the pokemon you're taking a picture of could turn to look at something specific and then the game it's programmed to say, oh, because he's looking at this thing, that's a two-star picture. Whereas when he wasn't looking at the thing, it's a one-star picture. But nowhere yeah, yeah, does they're it... making some kind of face or doing something yeah. interesting. Nowhere does it tell you this. I've had times where uh, I've taken a picture. Yeah, we're talking about Pokemon Snap. Sorry, uh, someone in chat asked. Uh, I've had things where I've taken a picture of a Pokemon through thick grass, and you can only see very small parts of it. It's mostly a picture of grass, but it's a four-star picture because apparently they were doing something interesting behind the grass. I wish they would just eliminate the whole star system, and it's like, okay, you're just trying to get the best picture of any given Pokemon that you can, as opposed to, okay, I have to get the best picture of a Pokemon sitting around doing nothing. I need to get the best picture of them after I've hit them with an apple. I need to get the best picture of them after I threw this glowy ball and they're standing in this very specific spot. Uh, So I, again, this goes back to the being cheaper and having less features. I wish that wasn't in it. Like you were saying with the research levels, Adam, though, that's another thing where you're, you're not gaining research levels by, achieving goals you are literally just getting levels by just or gaining research levels by just playing the levels over and over again yeah i feel like like you could not take a single picture and you'll still gain experience like the same amount of experience as if you took the best picture you've taken so far yeah and then like even from going from like one to two it took like let's say thirty thousand experience and then all of a sudden to get from two to three it's like one hundred twenty thousand. like there seems to be a very strange gap there of why is it now so exponentially higher to the next level? Yeah. So uh, I just need to spend so much time just replaying this course where nothing's really changing. Exactly. And like if, it'd be a much better in my opinion. Sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. We're having very be similar much, thoughts. It'd be much better in my opinion if like on that trek to getting from like research level two to three, there was at least some variety in the pathing the Pokemon would take. Mm-hmm. But their behavior is very scripted. I would have liked it better if maybe it was like you know, like a couple different variations on behavior you could see, like maybe like random rolled like one of four different 
tracks that would happen, you know, like, oh, maybe this guy shows up, or maybe they do this instead, you know? Make it I so I'm not replaying the exact same scenario yeah. over and over again to get to level three to see that different behavior. So when you upgrade a course to a, a higher research level, new can, stuff happens. Does it, yeah, so new stuff happens, but can you access the old stuff that happens? Yeah. No, you can. You can? Yeah, you can select, oh, I want to go back to course one. No, no, no. He's saying, like, if well, you get I'm course one to if... research level three, and, like, uh, the, the does, group like, does, does something it... specific in research level two, he won't do that thing anymore. He'll only do the thing that he does in research level three now. And, like, and then you can't go back to whatever he did on, on two? Correct. That's really dumb. I agree. I think, and, I, uh, I, I but agree. theoretically, he's doing a new thing that will get you better pictures, but, like... Right. I want to check that. Okay. But yeah, so my my frustration with that comes in that those new behaviors should be discoverable by your interaction and not through this just artificial playing grind. the level so many times that they just start yeah. doing something new. I agree. Because like if you play in theory the level over and over again but just never get the picture of the one thing and then you just never have access to it again, then that's just bad game design. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of the direction that they took this game. Um, I would have liked to them have them either take it off rails and just be like, a, all right, you have you have three minutes. We're throwing you in the level. Run in any direction. Get any angle. And like, it's kind of like a set of routines happens. Like, think uh, space game that we really love, Outer, Wild. Outer Wilds, where it's like, okay, there's a set amount of things happening, and they'll change if you interact with them in certain ways. That's um, what the original Pokemon Snap was. Yeah, but take that off rails, and that would be way more interesting. Ah, okay, confirmed. If you press X while you're looking at the course, you can change and go back to earlier research levels. Okay, okay that's that is fine, something then. I didn't know. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it, you have to press a few buttons to do it, but you can do it. Cool. So you're you're not locked into whatever the highest level you have is. Yeah, gotcha. good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I miss the days of the original Pokemon Snap, where it's like, okay, I'm just looking to get the single best picture of a Porygon that I can. It doesn't matter what they're doing. It doesn't matter where they are. Uh, the scoring is like based on this one picture, not like the four stars or whatever. Like, I can take a sweet picture of a Porygon, but then it's a one star, and it's like, well, I need to fill in my three star slot, so I can't use this. I guess I can well, get a better score on my existing one. I I feel like you're arguing against like what replayability. Is. Like. The first Pokemon Snap, if you, if, like, there's no replayability once you take all the best pictures. Yeah. Right? And like, that's, and that's what can... I want. <laughs> I want to so... play through the game, get sweet pictures, unlock a new item. And that's one, th another complaint I have about this is, like, when I got, like, a new thing, it felt like a chore to go back to older levels as opposed to fun to go back and explore and see what the new thing does. Where, like, now the reward is, like, that... That Grookey, if you play the flute for him now, it'll be a four-star picture. Whereas, like, you go back to the original one, it's like, if you play it for the Snorlax, he'll actually stand up and dance and you can get an actual picture of him. Or you get the it's, Pester Balls and you can evolve a Pokemon. I feel like that's... How is that different than the star system? Because just, I think the star system and and it's it's I think the star system just makes it, like, visually more frustrating in this game. Like, there's something that like quantifies it even more and it's that you are instead of focusing on you know actually taking a good photo with good composition and lighting and everything i don't know anything about photography so um you'll, you'll have to 
forgive me for that, but like it's just making you fulfill these arbitrary conditions to appease the game's self-imposed scoring system. You know, it's like I don't give a shit about one to four stars. If I take a good photo, I want that to represent that Pokemon. You know. So I guess so are you saying like the problem is that like so the stars if if Pikachu uh, licking its paw is a one star photo, I could take the shittiest picture of that happening and I would still get the credit and kind of pass that. Is that what like so kind of like the, if the it, issue is? So like if it's like a it's licking its paw and the game determines that's a three star action, but he's off in like the corner of the frame over here and you have his back, that will still receive three stars and that just feels dumb. Okay, okay. So I the, now I understand the, a little bit more what you're saying. The star rating is separate from the score. So Which and, the scoring it, system has really never made sense. Star no. rating is just a check off of getting them with these four different actions. They are predetermined yeah, like, actions it, yeah. that the game doesn't tell you how to achieve. Okay. It's like so, if you see it doing something weird, just snap a picture and it'll tell you which star it is. But not later. until after you go and review it. Yeah. And then when and you, you when can only submitting... submit one of each, one yes. per round. So it's if you take a really good one star and a really good four star in the same round, you can only choose one for yeah. that Pokemon. I see what you're saying. So okay, it's so it's there's some conflicting re- decisions in the game. It sounds yeah, like it feels like much. forced replayability as opposed to like replayability. like natural want to replay it exactly. kind of thing. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, so like in the original Pokemon in the in the N64 one, if I wanted to replay a level to like get a specific picture of a Pokemon, that was because I wanted to get a picture of that Pokemon, not because I felt like I had to check a box. Right. Right. Yeah. That makes, I guess, yeah, like I can that, see how that makes a big difference. I think the easiest example is the Surfing Pikachu, because in the original, the Surfing Pikachu just got you more points, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it was a special thing, but in this, it would be defined as, like, a three-star or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, and another thing, everyone brings this up who talks about this game, but this game, the algorithms that determine the score for your pictures, like, is not comparable to how the hum- humans perceive art. <laughs> Like it, yeah. it does not understand the concept of the rule of thirds. Um, it's like the picture has to be in the dead center, otherwise you get less points. And it's like I want, I want to frame it in a really cool way and have this cool thing, like this tree over here, and then the Pokemon here. And it's like Pokemon needs to be in the middle, or you get less points. So that's as someone yeah. with a history in in film and like yeah. But even then, like if you want to do it on the more artistic side, you can save whatever damn photo you want and you can, like add and share it with your embellishment. It's truly, yeah. but then the game quantifies it for you and says, hey, this is bad. <laughs> That's what sucks. Well, you can it. ignore that. You can. If you really so choose. So I think what I've but determined... If he, okay, but in, then in that case, just become a photographer and don't take pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I need to remind myself, like, this is definitively a kid's game. Yes. And reviewing <laughs> okay. it as a grown-ass man... I don't, I, I don't enjoy playing it very much, and I, I might pick it up once in a while and see if like if I can get to some new levels or whatnot. But as a kids' game, it's really cool. It's beautiful. It's fun. I'm like, I loved playing Pokemon Snap as a kid. So I'm sure kids play this. I know my nephew is playing it currently, and I think my niece and nephew are both playing it. So I need to talk to them at some point and see. Hey, how do you do? You guys like this? Is it really cool for you? Um, so. I don't know. That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, we got a question in chat. Uh, do we think they're going to add any DLC or updates for more content? I could see game? it. It seems like the kind of game that would just 
like once you do everything, like it'll it'll take a while. I I 100 expect there to be some DLC for this at some point. Yeah, just it just seems like the perfect game. To... Right, yeah, all you have to like, do is add a new location and new Pokemon. Like how hard? Done, like... Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see it. Um, yeah, I think it really it's really cool that they put the protagonist from the first game in here. I don't know if that's that is nice. It's a nice little Todd. Todd's yeah. in it. Yeah, they put him in at the end. Like it's. He pops up at the end of the first level after nope. we played a couple times. So sorry, Jeff, you ruined the game for me. Sorry, can't believe Todd is in it. <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah, that's how I feel. It's okay. okay. I'm gonna keep playing it, but it's not something that because of the way it is, I'm not gonna spend like five hours in a row doing it. It's gonna be like here and there when I got some time. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, Adam. We're still on you. Is there anything else you've been playing? Is there anything else I've been playing? Oh, still playing some WoW. I hit level thirty. Wow, thirty-one. I'm I'm close to thirty-one. Shit. I'm not, just, just, I'm not gonna be ready. I'm not gonna be ready anytime. For, <laughs> I'm not gonna be ready in time for Crusades. I'm just gonna. I'm, eventually, I'm gonna hit sixty. But it's it's more of a slow grind. Mm. Just, just when I got nothing better to just do. Play other games. You always I have something better to do. You have God of War. You have Horizon. You have Resident Evil. That is Evil. very true. There's always something better to do than playing a game that came out in what 2001 when did world of warcraft originally come out? you're playing an old version of a game i am and everyone's getting version. excited about the first expansion that came out <laughs> to the old yeah it's um it's crazy to me anyways well i mean i mean listen to us complaining about you know how the new pokemon snap is not like the old pokemon snap so sure but i'm also not going to go back and play the old pokemon snap you can you do it in two hours jeff sure oh uh we just want i want to make a correction uh Last week, Andrew said there was no boost, and he was mad about it, but you unlocked the boost later on in the game. And Up until where we you, were, sure. Yeah, as you did in the original one, too. In the original one... Yeah, uh, that I didn't remember. You don't start with the boost. You don't unlock it till super late in the game. So, But super late in the game is like a half hour. It's like three hours. I um, said you can, beat that, you can beat that game in two hours, Jeff. Come on. But you can't get the best pictures. Anyways, if that's it for you, Adam... Yeah. We'll move yeah, on. I don't think I have much. I, I don't have much else. Move on to There's Derek. A lot of time, a lot of time for Resident Evil right now. Move on to Derek, who is just playing Crash uh, Four right before we recorded. So tell us about that. <laughs> Having a real hard time, it seemed. Yeah, uh, I I also wasn't really focusing, so I, I'm sure that didn't help. And I was also playing the first time you play with Tana, Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. So I was like not used to it, but uh, yeah, I I liken it. I liken it so far. <laughs> Wait, Beat we're not at Resident good. Evil yet. Hold on. No lichens. <laughs> I guess it's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Ooh. it's pretty good so far. Uh, <laughs> I'm only playing it like intermediate in you know, from time to time when I'm like bored. Yeah. Uh, because mainly I've been trying to play a lot of Returnal. Uh, and I am pretty close, I think, to finishing it. Yeah. Uh, but it is uh really good uh i think you'll like it jeff i'm incredibly excited to play it uh i think you'll like it because it's disguised as like a fast-paced bullet hell but really the best way to play it is to be super patient take your time sit back it's yeah. the Jeff way. That's how I do everything. Yeah. Uh, so if you just play the way that you play all video games, then you're going to have a great time. Uh, I'm super excited about it. Uh, I haven't had time to play it, obviously. New child in my house. Yeah. Uh, but 
once I finish Resident Evil, which is going to be quicker than I thought, and as long as nothing else comes out in the meantime, I know Mass Effect's coming out. I don't know what my plan is for that yet. Uh, but I, I really decided do, either. I do want to play Returnal, and I might just wait until they add the patch. Because uh, like for the auto save, they, they've patch. hinted that that you're going to be able to save in between. Runs. They said they said they're talking about it, but it's like really hard. I wouldn't expect it'll come out anytime soon. No. Also, don't I, they think just released an update? It's really it. needed. But about me who can't play games until my kid goes to bed and then I also get very tired after like an hour. The first time I booted up Resident Evil, I was falling asleep while I was playing it because I was so tired. Because the way they have it set up in a good way, I feel like that gives you like faster ways to complete the, you know, like to go through. Yeah. So like, unless. Like, I don't know, once you get to a certain point, you know what you are looking for, and you know what you want, so it, like, I feel like the game gets a little more streamlined, Okay. Uh, unless, I don't know. It, it's one of, There's yeah, a it's, way to, to circumvent it a little bit by turning off auto-updates, and then if you leave your PlayStation in rest mode, then it shouldn't have a problem. Yeah. Right. Which and I'm, then I'm the, only, and then the only thing you're facing is random crashes, which definitely happen. Yeah. I had a run, uh, one run that was really good uh, die from random crash, but... Yeah, that happened to me yeah, with Resident Evil, Because Xbox is uh like save state or not save state uh what what's they call it where like quick suspend resume. the suspend feature on xbox yeah. is really great and it it works almost flawlessly for me all the time uh and i was using it while playing resident evil i would just put my thing into sleep mode and come right back uh but i was playing and i was like oh a save point this is a good time for me to stop so i saved and then uh put my console to sleep and then when i booted it it went through the entire main menu boot and i was like oh no good thing i saved and didn't just put it to sleep i don't know what caused it to do it but it happens every once in a rare while, so mm-hmm. always be saving. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm super excited to, to inevitably, inevitably play Returnal. Yeah, I it's really good. I, I'm excited to wrap it up and uh, try and write a review. Yeah, Derek keeps telling me like things that aren't. He's without revealing any information yeah. whatsoever, but just telling me like how far he's gotten, and he's like, oh things happen and i'm like <laughs> i want to know the things but i've been playing <laughs> resident evil instead so i haven't mm-hmm. you know been able to get there i've i've spent a decent amount of time playing returnal but i haven't spent any time progressing in returnal so that yeah that, that is a little i don't know i i feel like eventually you get to a point right you get to a point where it's like okay i know what i need to do i know where i need to go like i don't need to venture off as often yeah. unless i know i need to like try and find something i just keep making stupid mistakes where i'll like accidentally dash oh, yeah. off a ledge and lose my adrenaline and i'm like well shit um, <laughs> lose so. a giant chunk of health when you don't really need to lose that health yeah yeah so i'm i'm i can't stop thinking about returnal <sighs> i need to play it at all times yeah that, that game looks insanely cool i can't yeah. wait to get my hands on it if you yeah the, the, the thing that is five yeah, the only thing that sucks about it is that it's a PS5 exclusive, the, yeah. like one of the first of its kind. So it's yeah. so it's like so inaccessible. We were just talking about PS5 shortages. It's going to be tough before a lot of players get their hands on it. Yeah, it's a shame. 
Hopefully yeah. it doesn't get overshadowed by it's... any other big releases. I feel like that happens sometimes. Like something cool comes out in the beginning and not everyone can play it right away, so it kind of gets like overshadowed. Mm. And people forget about it. Yeah, it's it sucks because I want games to be PS5 exclusives because then they get the cool features and they have the, the solid state loading and they have the, the dual sense yeah. stuff and they look stunning and run stunning. But then... On the other hand, Adam and Jose can't play them because they can't get their hands on PS5s, you know? Yeah. yeah so right. It's like a, it's like double-edged sword. Yeah, I'll yeah. probably wait until, you know, they're available. more readily available before walk I into a store and buy one. I'm yeah, right, right now it's not worth the hunt right mm-hmm. now, especially since I have Andrew's mm-hmm. PS4 and pretty much everything he's ever bought on there to keep me busy. Yeah, there's only a couple, very few couple games that you get, can't play on your PS4. That yeah, I've got I've got a PC that'll cover like, a lot of other Astro's Playroom, Demon Souls, and Returnal. Yeah, yeah, those so, are the three yeah. games. And a lot of other new stuff I mean, I can do on my PC. So that's true. Yeah, I just want to play true. God of War and Bloodborne and mm-hmm. Bloodborne's on the stuff. high up well, my. Uh, Jose, I can let you borrow my Adam's mine my PS4. That's Adam's my PS4. Adams. <laughs> yeah, my Adam's PS4. <laughs> yes, Derek, don't you have a PS4 lying around now? Uh, Dante has one of mine. You have two PS4s? Yeah, I have a pro and a regular. Oh, fancy. I think T-Con might still have his PS4, too. Yeah, Dante has my pro right now, uh, so he can play Ghost of Tsushima, which he borrowed it three months ago and just started playing Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) Wow. I forgot about that game, too. I need to play that. That game's awesome. Yeah. So many games, It's, like, right up my alley. Too many games. Yeah, you were just talking about how much you liked Neo. Yeah, I love yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah. All right, Derek, back to you about what we've been playing. Uh, other than that, I think I've just been playing uh, more Bravely Default. Uh, I'm on, I'm at... Oh, I have another comment for you. Uh, you were talking about the, the girl that paints things. Yeah. That was not the fucked up thing that made me angry. Uh, okay. Was, okay, there's something after that? Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, I just I just uh, fought Martha, the girl that's the dragoon. Is that her name, Martha? Oh, uh, yep, yep, Martha. I just got the the dragoon class. Yeah, dragoon's sweet. And, uh, Did you yeah. just say Martha? I'm dead. Boo. Oh god. Uh, yeah. So I'm, okay. I'm gonna you dive are, into that. You are about to get to the part that made me really angry and is really fun. Okay. Up. Cool. Yeah, that's it's in that town that you're about to yeah. go to. You're getting sweet. there. You're getting pretty close. Yeah, I, I'm I'm progressing through slowly. I'd say you're like maybe two thirds. That sounds about right. Cool. Right? There's there's five chapters. There there's an ending after five chapters. Right, yeah. There's more after that, but technically I think you said like the first ending or yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yep. we'll talk about it later. Uh what else? Did I play anything else? Yeah, Derek. You guys beat Halo. We oh, beat we beat Halo. Halo oh, you beat Legendary. it? They, they nice. beat the first beat one. Halo on Legendary. I have three yeah. levels left, I think. Yeah, I think you guys have three Derek levels. Derek and I are going to finish the game on Legendary and the first five levels on Not Legendary before Jeff and Tcon finish the game once. You guys play more Lovely. than us. We're going to do We it. do not play more than you. We you play have... at the same time as you, and that's it. I'm telling you, there's one level that it's going to take you like four hours. I don't think so. We'll see. We just played the we'll flood see, level and we breeze through it. I Derek actually, and I have four levels left. I have we breeze through the starting level theory, which is it, it, 
uh, T-Bone I know charges in a lot. Just so we, you know, <laughs> exactly, he dies a lot. I, yeah, I was thinking, so does Derek. And you guys are also very, very vocal about when and when you die and like your frustration. Where like anytime Andrew and I die, it's like, oh, I, I died by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I, I'll but try here's to, oh, I'm dead too. <laughs> and here's the here's the thing I noticed too is like when I'm listening into Jeff and Tcon, you know, one of them will scream, "Oh, I'm dead," and then the other one will seemingly attempt to just keep fighting whereas when Derek dies I'll just like back up five feet and like go that's, behind a corner and they re I and I can respawn him that's what I try to tell Tikon to do I don't know how he doesn't do it all the time I always try to, <laughs> I always leave combat as soon as he dies but yeah I don't know man yeah that's Derek and I Derek and I are just on a on a wavelength we should switch yeah. partners for Halo 2 I'd be okay with that yeah okay we could do that do it randomly figure it out see see how <laughs> make Derek and Tcon play together and oh, they'll God. both rush in <laughs> both try to kill all the, kill everything <laughs> grenades everywhere <laughs> so yeah our journey through halo is uh we're making progress yeah yeah is that it Derek uh I think so okay Andrew yeah, yeah besides when we, we'll talk about it later well I think with Halo and Returnal, we pretty much covered everything I've played because I the only other game is Resident Evil. I've yeah. been playing mostly that. That's it for uh, me too. So Returnal, cool. yeah. I guess like cool. like I said, all I can think about is Returnal. I specifically <laughs> played mostly. I specifically got through Resident Evil so that I could play more Returnal unhinged, <laughs> like on a on no restrictions. Unrestricted. Yeah, crazy person. That's the word. Uh, and so that's that's what I'm going to be doing. I might pick up Mass Effect. I don't know. Um, I, I hope I, I am definitely picking it up because obviously I'm a big Mass Effect fan. Mm -hmm. So I hope at least one of you picks it up. I, I want, want to. to. I just don't know when I'm going to have the time, especially because yeah, it's, like, it's, it's all three games and that's like 70 hours. Yeah, it's three games. The first one, at least, I don't think is as long. There's not as many like side quests in the first one. Yeah, I think. But the second one is pretty long, and the third one is pretty long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. so, so no, that's it for me. All right, let's talk about Resident Evil Eight Village. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to call it Resident Evil Eight. I think you're supposed to call it Resident no. Evil Village. Even on the title screen, it says Village Resident Evil. Yeah. So uh, I think they it's really Resident wanted Evil Eightage. I think you're right. No, it's V-I-I-I-H. All right. I want to know, let's start with how far everyone is. Jose hasn't played it yet. Andrew has beaten it. Uh, Derek, how far are you? Uh, I just finished the castle. What biome are you in? So you just finished the castle? Yeah, so I'm back to the village. Okay. Adam, how far are you? I, uh, the second lord, I just beat that scenario okay so you okay. beat that one yes like you beat, like the, an hour. You beat the second biome uh <laughs> sure i don't like an hour before we started this yeah you have to do the puppet lady second right you can't do... yeah it, it's the puppet lady i wasn't sure how okay. many details i'm supposed to be saying because we're gonna spoil our cast this later we are but like i think they've made it known that there's like four big bad guys in the promotion yes stuff. i beat the i beat the yeah. puppet lady I am currently in the middle of the third biome with the the, the swamp <laughs> the swamp lord. Yeah. Uh, Vomit. So uh, Heisenberg's the last one. Yes. No. I... Well, 
the fourth one. The fourth one. You know, there's yes. like a, there's like a final and then a final final. But right, right, right. Well, I just, the, I just, out of I really want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. How? All right. I want like a one to two sentence summary of how you feel about this game. We'll go with the least uh, amount to the most amount. So Derek, you go first. Okay. Uh, one to two. We'll keep it short for now. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to condense. Uh, this game is fun. I like it more than seven so far. Okay. Um, it's a little too <laughs> linear currently. Okay. Oh, it's like three sentences. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam, what do you think? Uh, serious Resident Evil 4 vibes. Like, very... Like, seeing as though 4 is the only other one I've played, but... Okay. Uh, very fun, very creepy, but in a good way. All right. Uh, so, for me, this game is fucking amazing. It's my favorite Resident Evil. Wow. So, glowing recommendations from Jeff. It is It's pretty damn good. Andrew, what do you got? Um, as the one who's th- beaten it, this game has maybe left me the most confused after finishing it than any other video game ever. Oh, uh, and because I really, really want to like it because there's so much good in it, but I feel like the game is constantly trying to make me not like it. <laughs> So based I, on based on a lot of like you guys have have just barely scratched the surface with some of the shit, mm-hmm. um, but like, well, Jeff, if you're on the third lore, then you already got to the point where that I I said you were gonna lose your mind, which is all of you have gotten to it. The part where he fucking just pours med med fucking then, first aid on his hands, <laughs> puts his hand back on. Yeah, uh, I talked to I just looked at Allison and I was like, did you just see that? Because he literally just pours a bottle of medicine on his hand, on his like stub, and then places his like decapitate not decapitated, I think his head only severed severed hand back on his stub, and it just like fuses back. So I think he literally does that in seven with his leg. Yeah, he does it like Like, I'm pretty sure that's not how medicine works. It's like an established like that's I think why he does it because he's like I think this worked last time I did it kind of thing. Yeah, you can tell he's kind of like. Okay, yep, still works. So, he did not reattach his leg in 7. That did yeah, not happen. He, he does, yeah. No. Doesn't when? his hand get cut off in 7, too? He gets his, I think his hand gets cut off, his leg gets cut off. Sure, his, his hand leg. gets cut off, but that's by Jack, so like... Yeah, his leg gets cut off, I think, by Mia, I think. But even his, his hand has all the fucking stitches. Right, but it's like the medicine is what, like, fuses it back together. It's so, like this whole... We- I, it's like, I, I think it's part of his character. Yeah, so I think that's where this is going, and I don't want to get any spoilery here. Anyway, like it seems like they're like they're gonna go into like why the what the fuck is going on? Like in those in seven, you're like (laughs) you just have to suspend your disbelief. But it seems like in eight, they are working towards like okay, what the who is Ethan Winters? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, and that really is I think what is baffling me so much about this game because (laughs) Ethan Winters is the single worst video game protagonist ever created. So we've mentioned the best and video game character somehow, in Ichiban and the worst in Ethan in the same episode. 
<laughs> I think Ichiban is one of the best. I think you, earlier you said he's the best video game protagonist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he very well could be. So the thing that confuses me is that Ethan was already bad in 7. So then they just decided, hey, what if we made the game centralized around him? <laughs> the story, all about Ethan. And I'm just like, why? So, I just don't, I don't know why we needed it. So you know how when we talked about control, I was like, this story is nonsense and they don't explain any of it and I hate it. And you guys were like, no, it's great. Uh, yeah. I have I have reversed with this where it's like this is nonsense and it's crazy and I love it but I think it's because of the history of Resident Evil where Control was like that was a standalone game so I was like okay I need this standalone game world to work whereas in Resident Evil it's built up over two decades now plus of just like getting yeah, progressively crazier like- and crazier and now we're at Resident Evil Village and it's just like there's there's vampires and werewolves and lichens and gargoyles and all of this crazy like medieval mythological stuff and I'm I'm loving it. It's so yeah, cool. we've moved away from pathogens and shit. And we're going straight up supernatural. I like I feel like the the game is so you know campy and and like terribly written and. Like nothing makes sense, and I the whole time I was trying to make it make sense, but then at the end I'm like, but I guess that's just what Resident Evil yeah. has always okay. been. Yeah. Yeah. Think about four. That's four is fucking been. bonkers. It makes no right, so, sense. The, but the, I guess the the problem I have with that is like since this is on the PlayStation Five and this game is gorgeous, Xbox Series X. Like yeah, it's so good looking. It's presented in a way where I'm like, I'm I want to take this seriously. And there's a lot of moments where it's like, is this a horror game or is it an action game? And it kind of tries to blend both. See, I think it blends it perfectly. It's like I it's think got it the blends right it very well too. But like at the same time, I can't tell what it's trying to do because like like the first oh like the first six hours of the game are very more like once. Once you get to the third lord, after that is just pure action. Like there's almost no horror segments. The, my favorite part of the game is probably the second lord's uh, location. Yeah, dude, that, that was creepy. That was some weird shit. Like, I, I love that section. Yeah, that shit is nightmare fuel. But I'm that's liking, what I want out of the game. I'm liking that I'm getting a little bit of everything. Like the like you go to Castle Dimitris Dimitrescu. Uh, and it's, the castle was also really it's, good. It's almost no, like its own well Resident Evil 1 mansion contained thing. And then you go to the second Lord, which I don't want to spoil for Derek, but it, it takes an entire left turn. It's an entirely different thing. And then I'm just starting the third one. I'm like only a little bit of the way into it. But it's also like that Lord brings a whole new aspect to like what I'm doing and traversing through that area biome. And I can only imagine when I get to Heisenberg's area it's going to be an entirely different thing. So I like hopping to these different things and like each section of the game is its own cool, unique yeah, it feels, thing yeah, from even the Resident Evil with, universe. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Like just the shift from Dimitris's castle to the second order, like almost not like you're playing something completely different. Yeah. It, it like, like that Dimitris's thing is almost uh, like Resident Evil one and two style. And then she's hunting you and down. Then, in and the then the castle. second Lord is more like a resident evil seven, like in the beginning, like that level of horror style. And then from what I'm getting from the third area, that's feeling like resident evil four very much with like the corridors and the water and whatnot. Uh, so I don't know. I'm loving what it's doing. I'm, 
it's really fun it's like it's borrowing all the stuff that worked for four with like the shopkeeper and the inventory system um and the upgrading of your weapons and all that stuff it all works super yeah cool. i mean like i said there's so much that i like about it but every time something cool would happen then ethan fucking says eat shit or like what's going on and i'm like shut up I think I love how stupid he is. He's like, it's looping I back just, around. To it like... makes me, it made me like laugh out loud every time just because of how like oddly placed and, and just stupid it was. Yeah. I, I bet you could do like a long form video essay comparing the trends in uh, like Hollywood horror action, like, uh, and um thriller movies and the trends in resident evil games because like i don't know i was just like thinking about it and like the first games are very very like campy like the dialogue is dumb and stupid Even but it's surrounded four, by it's like, really dumb still yeah like but that's like i feel like the 90s had like dumb horror movies that mm. like the dialogue was dumb, but like the 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 settings, the scenarios, is what kind of made them kind of creepy. And then in in the two thousands, we got started getting like these more action oriented thrillers, like like four. And now like in the the twenty tens, the, the naughty tens. What is your, the, the naughties the, or the oughties? Off. The not wouldn't the naughty tens be the zero zero tens, Derek? The era of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh like uh i feel like like i feel like this movie emulates this era uh, not this movie this game emulates this era of of movie like the genre of horror and thriller better like right now than like what movie i don't know i'm not like the biggest i'm a movie person but i'm you know i don't have a chronicle you know i haven't watched every movie ever i feel like your brother jeff would probably be able to like do this kind of thing you yes. know he would like see oh okay i see the references to this style of film and this you know whatever <laughs> but yeah uh i think there's a lot there that these cap these resident evil developers are clearly like taking hints from and i think it, that it makes it a, an interesting kind of relic of the era like the res these seven and eight are very of this era, and four and five and six are very more of the late two thousands era, and then uh, one, two, and three are very much the late nineties, early early two thousands era, and uh, like, oh god, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. That's okay. Uh, I think we can we can kind of stop the conversation here because we are going to do a spoiler cast next week. We, we can, can do it along. We can get into it yeah. even more. Uh, but yeah, as of what I've played now, man, I think it's my game of the year so far. It's um, it's up wow. there for me too. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying the experience. I played most of what I've played today. I played like maybe an hour and a half before today, and then because I was home from work today, I just played like six or so hours of it um yeah it's really fun definitely a fun video game don't get me wrong yes and most of you... most of my problems with it come from i think it's story and how that is presented yeah even if you take all if you take all of like the story nonsense aside pure gameplay it is so fun it 
And like the, the loop of exploration, stocking up, being scared by something, fighting your way out of something, and then repeating that is really, really strong. Yeah. Oh, and one thing, I think this game has like really sold me on haptic the on the adaptive trigger stuff. Yeah. Uh, even more than Returnal or the same even e- like Returnal start started was like okay like Astrobot said okay this is cool Returnal said all right we can really do some cool things with this and then this game was just like yep like this this is how game like this is the future of of controllers uh for since you're playing on Xbox Jeff mm-hmm. the cool I think the cool thing that I really like is um you can with like the it might only actually be just the pistol you can do that like you're when you're aiming. Or actually, even when you're not aiming, you can press down on the trigger just a little bit, and it hits the notch. Like if you're like holding a gun, you're like literally resting, you're like kind of ready to pull the trigger, kind of thing. Like you're, you know, so you, you can kind of ready yourself. Like you know, uh, the, like you're lining up the shot, and you're like halfway with the press, but not fully there. It's a, it definitely is like a different. I don't know. You don't think about it, but then like I started noticing, I was like preloading my press when I was like fighting something like i was getting ready for it the shotgun cool. to aim down you have to it's more pressure on the on the trigger to pull the gun up it's 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 cool stuff i like it a lot yeah um resident evil village is a game where you maybe play as a middle-aged milk toast white man <laughs> and you go through a variety of areas to save your daughter rose uh and if that sounds familiar to you it's because i just described the game it takes two <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you don't have your ex-wife with you. No, you're... Uh, nope. <laughs> no, that's, that's true. Your wife is not with you. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. I felt like that was good. I'm excited to talk about this like fully next week. I think that'll yeah. be really cool. Yeah. Uh, but if that's everything everyone has played, then let's take a break, and then when we come back, we can get into our full discussion of Star Wars oh boy. Knights of the Old Republic. If you we'll thought be... that was divisive... We'll be right back. have returned and we are going to discuss star wars knights of the old republic um originally released on the original xbox i believe right yep and pc or just was xbox. it i think it was just xbox uh, at the time yeah at the time it was just xbox eventually got to pc um so yeah this is a game we all played for our book club jose this is one of your favorite games ever the rest of us have played it for the first time. It was developed by BioWare originally, released July 15th, 2003, came to PC later that year. Um I guess I guess the best way to do this, it's like we've done backlog episodes several times and for some reason I cannot remember the format that we usually uh take, but I think the best way to start would be everyone just kind of give their quick thoughts uh overall and then we'll go from there does that sound reasonable sure i guess where you played it too uh for this time around so how much of it you played so jose uh you being the number one fan here 
uh, we'll start with you. What, what are your thoughts on this game? Where did you play it? Did you beat it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I did beat it. I played through it twice because I was not satisfied with the good ending. Um, I played it on PC. By, by good ending, do you mean light side ending? Light side ending, yeah. Mm. I'd say that's a bad ending, but, you know, toots around. But that's what I meant, yeah. It's not <laughs> It's not very good. Um, light side ending and dark side ending. I did it on PC. Uh, I gotta say, the PC port is a little borked. And by a little, I mean a lot. Yep. yep. But, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It, it threw me back to when I first started playing it um, on the original Xbox. Uh, building around uh, force powers and, and sword fighting as always, because that's kind of the only way you can really play that game and deal damage. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did the, the... There's a mod pack that a bunch of people worked on that adds a bunch of um, extra like cut content from the original game. Oh, really? And they uh, they revoiced it and they programmed it so that it would actually be integrated into the game. Uh, for the most part, oh. it works really well. So like, there's a lot of extra stuff that I I didn't see, obviously, because it was cut from the game. Um, that was cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't have as much of a problem playing the game but that's just because i do how to build my character around it like sure uh there's this thing where you actually want to skip leveling up yeah, after a certain amount points. of time yeah because it, it doesn't um it doesn't let you uh up level up more than level 20 and yeah. you want to like have certain powers and and other points into other yeah. attributes or whatever yeah because if you save your level up points because you don't start the game as a Jedi, but eventually you become a Jedi. Right. So you can't upgrade your force powers with the points that you got on previous levels. Yep. So if you save those points until you become a Jedi, then you can use them. Exactly. Hmm. I read about that, but I didn't do it. I imagine that makes the beginning of the game more a lot difficult. Harder. Yeah, a whole lot harder, actually. Because uh, you yeah. don't you don't have as much HP, you don't you don't deal as much damage, so you kind of have to like cheese your way through it. Um, or try to find um, alternative ways to take out the the enemies. Hmm. Hmm. Uh. Cool. Yeah. Adam, tell me about your thoughts on Kotor. Where you played it and how much of it you played. Uh, played it on PC. I will agree. The PC version has got some issues. It's mainly with my guy not being able to move a lot of the time after dialogue. Interesting. Yep. Or yeah, so I had I had I had to I had to cheese it by like switching over different characters who were allowed to walk for some. About like yeah, no matter what input I put in, you just stay perfectly still, <laughs> which was kind of dumb. Uh, so some kind of weird, dumb. some kind of really weird bug. But uh, I only got to the uh, Tatooine because it got. I think Jeff is with me on this. It kind of got to a certain point where. I died like 20 times in a row and there just seemed like there was no way I was getting out of my situation. And it just stopped being fun for me. Cause I think like Jose is kind of hitting the nail on the head with this. It seems like one of those games where like you need to play it a certain way for it to be more fair in a sense, but you only kind of know that if you've played it before or you look it up, like what's the correct build kind of thing. 
that's kind of the vibe I got yeah. from this. Like, oh yeah, it'd probably be fun if I knew what I was supposed to be doing. Mm. But to kind of go in, it kind of had this feeling of like I feel this would be a lot easier and I wouldn't die as much if I knew the correct way to be building things. Yeah, I, I vibe with that for sure. Like it's it's kind of an illusion of choice, but there's only like yes, you can choose the different things, but there's only one that's gonna be good for you. All like right. I read like the part I got stuck at, I read online like, oh, you want to make sure all your guys have blasters equipped. Like, well, I chose the, you know, the basic stat option, so I suck at using blasters. So like, with the current team I have, I just can't win this. It looks like. Mm. It kind of like I got stuck with that a lot because by the time my guys with lightsabers ran over, I died. So it kind of felt like there's no way for me to physically win this. Hmm. Hmm. Derek, so, Derek, what was your experience like? Uh, so, um, I started originally on PC. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> I remember yes. this. I, we, we had to cut. I went on a little bit of a rant, and we had to cut this out of a previous episode. Uh, so I started on PC and had a pretty miserable time. Uh, was basically about to give up, and then I decided to download it on Xbox uh, because. There's a, the you can play it backwards compatible on the Series X and it's Xbox backwards whatever whatever they call it enhanced or whatever so it actually runs a little bit better um, and I was like oh wow I actually like this game now uh, it actually felt like I could play the game so uh, I didn't have any problems with this game until the very end uh, most of the time like if I if I made a mistake died or whatever it felt like uh, oh I just played that battle wrong and um needed to restart whatever uh this is one of those games where it's you literally save every 30 seconds uh because you never know when a decision uh or like yeah just like choosing a, a blaster over a lightsaber might screw you over uh choosing the wrong party member whatever uh what i ended up learning in the very end was it also helps to have multiple saves going at once because if you only have one save and the save doesn't load anymore you are screwed so yeah i got all the way to the end of the last battle uh, not to the, to the end of the game i was about to face the last battle and i had saved and turned off my xbox because i was going to do it the next day uh, i went to turn on my xbox in the morning went to play it and i sat on the loading of my save screen for about 30 minutes before i said well i guess it's bro it like my save is broken the only dead. other save i had was uh a save i saved just before basically one of the big choices in the game and because i was like i, I think i want to do both endings so but that happening and that last part of the game killed my enthusiasm for it so much, I deleted my saves off of the Xbox and deleted the game from my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> so I effectively played 99% of this game. Yeah. And I really tried I really tried to beat it. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, so I, I beat it. Um, and I think, for the most part, this game is incredible. Um... I think it's doing so much with its uh, narrative and its writing and its character and its world building. It is a fantastic Star Wars game, which none of us have really said thus far. Mm -hmm. um, 
that being said, there's certainly many, many instances of this game that are incredibly frustrating and, for lack of a better word, bullshit. Uh, <laughs> there are several moments. I, too, uh, there was a moment uh, where I was convinced I was done. I was I was like, I'm not going to play this anymore. I'm going to look up the story on YouTube. I started to look up the story, and then in the first five minutes of me watching that video, I saw the guy do the like what I needed to do to progress. And I was like, Oh, if I knew it was that easy, then I'll just, I'll just continue and then play from there. And from then I had a great time. Um, I never had a problem with, uh, like massive difficulty spikes for the most part. Uh, I was able to get through everything just from tinkering around with the mechanics and the systems. And from the get go, I chose to build my character a certain way. Uh, and really focus in on that one build path, and it worked out for me. Um, the only part I really... I, there were like a couple moments that I really, really had trouble with, one of them being, uh, Jose, you'll know the fight, or and Derek, the fight on um, the Sith planet, where it, the like Malik's new apprentice comes out, and, and he's like, I have to kill you. Uh, and I, I had trouble with that fight, because, like you said, Derek, I didn't have a save state... Uh, late enough where i would have been able to prepare for it so my only option was sit in the menus uh and try and do as much as i can like to win this fight and eventually i think i'd switch i had to switch the game to easy for that but other than that i was fine and then the final boss was complete horseshit so (laughs) just real i think that fight happens randomly Really? Yeah, I think it, I think it has a trigger, but it can happen on any planet because I'm pretty sure that fight happened for me on Kashyyyk. Yeah, so really, um, it depends on yeah. where you are in the story and like which story, uh, which. So it just like the to. order of planets. Yeah, so like gotcha. if you go to a certain one, you'll get uh you'll get him first. Dar- I think it's like Darth Bandon or some stupid thing like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, if you go to a different planet instead, uh, you'll get. Uh, Kal Nord instead. So like in my playthrough, yeah, I got Kal well, Nord. Fight both. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Well, I got Kal Nord in uh, in Corybon, was it the yep. Sith planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got uh, Darth Bandon in Kashyyyk. Okay, so yeah, gotcha. they do. So they do have yeah, because I yeah. had a similar problem to you in I that fought, fight, Andrew. Yeah, I fought Kal Nord on um on Tatooine. Okay. Yeah. Did, where did I? I might have fight yeah. him, fought Nord, him on. Uh, Kal Nord the, was actually the the other the fight planet. that I couldn't get through. Oh. <laughs> yeah. On. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. It was the on Tatooine because I had all lightsabers, so like I just run him, and then all of a sudden, oh wait, all my guys are dead, and then I can't deal damage to him somehow. Mm-hmm. So. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And I think that that is. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna halt myself because. Jeff, why don't you tell us your general thoughts on the game first? <laughs> All right, general thoughts. This is one of the greatest stories in the Star Wars universe. It was super cool. For some reason, in the back of my head, I already knew the twist, uh, even though I had never played this game to any extent. I don't remember anyone talking about it. Just in the back of my head, I knew the twist the whole time. Uh, but playing this game is boring as fuck. This is one of the most painful video games to actually play i hated my entire series experience of uh interacting with any of the interfaces or like physically going through the combat sucks ass uh the dialogue like why do the aliens 
Like if a, if someone who is speaking common or English or whatever to you says something, they say it in the appropriate amount of time to say it in English. But if an alien were to say that same exact thing, it takes three times as long. Why? That's because they only recorded three like voice lines for each alien language. <laughs> yeah. Like there was a conversation. There's a quest that I encountered later later on in the game with a Twi'lek, and you have to talk to him multiple times. And I just noticed after like a minute of talking to him, I was like, he's just repeating the same things over and over. <laughs> so like, but why not time? You're like, okay, this takes ten seconds to say in English or whatever language the like the game is localized for, and then just have ten seconds of alien talk. It's, I don't know that baffled me. Anyways, yeah. uh, I was. Well, that's not really how languages work, though, Jeff. But you can make it work in a video game. Uh, anyways, I thought this game was boring as shit. But when I went and uh, I only played it for, I didn't even become a Jedi. Uh, yeah. I didn't oh, get that yeah. far. Yeah, um, I uh, almost the spot where I almost quit was on Terrace, Jeff. So I was very yeah. similar location to you. I was at the end of Terrace. Uh, I think I don't remember who the guy I was fighting. I don't remember anything about this game. I'm yeah. going to do absolute ass at trivia. Um, yeah, Jose's yeah. going to work But, mm-hmm. yeah, I... Playing this game sucked. But it's a really <laughs> cool story, and watching the story on YouTube yeah. is really cool. Yeah, the story is awesome. And, like, back to what you said about the dialogue, one thing that really pissed me off was, like, I this was on Tatooine specifically. I'm trying to figure out, okay, who do I have to talk to to progress the story? Turns out I had talked to the right person. The thing that bothered me the most is that the story does not progress unless you pick the correct dialogue options in the correct order. That really bothered me. Like, I could be talking to the correct person, but unless I said the correct things or asked the right questions, I would just move on like, oh, they didn't didn't say anything. I guess I need to go talk to someone else. But no, it was the right person. I think the heart of this game lies in its dialogue, though. The amount, and and it's part of the role playing too, because there's a lot of options in dialogue trees where you can, instead of just t- asking the number one default questions, you can try and persuade somebody. Or if you have a dark side build, you can try and force persuade them. Uh, and I thought all of that was really, really cool, and they can lead to some different outcomes, albeit you know, none of them have significant impact on the outcome of the game because it's ultimately. Uh, one single choice that determines which ending you get. Mm-hmm. But in terms of uh, role-playing, which I think the most fun way to play this game is to role-play. And it, it's indicative of that because this has a D&D system with its combat. Its stats are ripped straight from D&D. They're the six stats. So intelligence, strength, wisdom, yeah. strength, dex, constitution, and charisma. And its damage is rolled by dice. Like, it says in the game, like, this weapon does, like, 2d4 damage, you know? It's literally Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, which... Part of the the reason the combat... I think it's a really bad way to do your combat, but for the role-playing part, great. That's the thing, is this this game was built in an age, right, where Western RPGs were starting to come into existence, and I think at this point, every single Western RPG was built off of, like, a D&D, like, a, a D6 or a d20 system like yeah. i'm pretty sure morrowind uh which came out around the same time also has a behind That's the it. scenes it literally rolls like a d20 and this is how much damage you do on your swing like while it's not as action-based it's a little more active than uh uh Civil republic it's you know it's all based on this i think i'm pretty sure the next two the two bi- next two Bioware games, up to probably Mass before Mass Effect came out, are all based on a very similar build system, 
like the way yeah it's all based on those D D stats and like this was the beginning of rpgs being made in like what that, that weren't jrpgs yeah so and, and it definitely shows its age there's a lot of yeah. growing pains and uh it's like you said, Jeff. It's the criticism I have with every game, it seems. But I love what this game was doing at, at its time. But playing it in 2021 feels like pure garbage at points. Yeah, my my main issue with the with the the D and D system is it's an older version of D and D. It's not like the fifth edition, so it's very mm-hmm. heavy on the what are referred to as the saver suck effects. Like you fail the saving throw, you're dead. You rolled poorly. Yeah, and that was happening to me with a lot of fights, and why I was getting really annoyed because there's one issue on Tatooine. I, I run into some Sith guys. They force stun me. I failed to save. I need to sit there for like what feels like most of the fight, not doing anything. There's nothing I can do about it. We can switch to another character. Yeah, you can switch to different yeah, characters. Switch to yeah. other characters and do those. But here's the thing: all three of them are stunned. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, and I think that another one of this game's biggest flaws is also indicative of its time in that it explains nothing to you. Yeah, no. There's yeah. like None of the systems are so many quintessential mechanics that it does not explain to you whatsoever. Like, I don't know if you noticed, Adam, in the bottom right corner, there's a lot of like these like vials and like adrenaline boosters and shit. Those are really important. Yeah, those yeah, I will, that out later. Like, those will make or break the boss fights for you. Oh, I never use yeah. them. You know what? Yeah. I, I think it's kind of a funny thing is, you know where that information would have been in the manual? and that's that's a big part of like we were talking about super metroid two weeks ago and and we're like oh the environmental storytelling or like the environmental mechanic teaching and like you need to watch the bird and it's like no you would have had an instruction booklet that said this is how you do the super jump when you get in uh, and like, but you see, in KOTOR, is there nowadays. is no environmental yeah. storytelling. There's nothing that said. There's no guy you walk up to that says, "Oh, I used the stimulant and it made me fight better." <laughs> so using the stimulants is really important. Being able to switch characters on the fly is really important. Uh, pausing, 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 yeah, pausing to you can, Yeah, doing that's really important. Um, there's a lot that you just kind of have to discover on your own. And that's, I think part of the reason why I ended up enjoying it so much is because I had actually just like fiddled around with a lot of stuff and learned as I went. Um, I, uh, I want to know, uh, Derek and Jose, what, uh, your builds were. I personally did a dark side build dark side force powers all the way. I was a complete dick to everybody. I came came across, uh, I think I even missed a party member because I killed her. <laughs> Oh boy! Da- oh, did you kill uh, Johanny? J- Johanny? I killed Johanny. Yeah. Okay. I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> That's why, that. That was the Jedi who became a Sith, right? Yeah. She, 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 she became a Sith, and you and head. you turn you can turn her back to light, or whatever. Yeah. 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 If you show mercy, which Andrew clearly so, didn't. I did not. <laughs> I, for the most of the game was just hitting recommend for everything because I didn't want to put the <laughs> yeah. time and effort into figuring it out. That's how I was and doing then it. as, as I got, I think as I, before I got to Korriban, I was like, you know what? Like, I kind of want to build dark. Like I want to build a dark. I want to, I'm going to do the dark ending. I want to do a dark side build. So like, I'm going to start being a dick to everybody and I'm going to put, start putting points into uh dark side talent. So I didn't really get to explore too deep into uh the dark side stuff but it didn't matter because i had the whatever the stun skill is for lights mm-hmm. or for normal or whatever which just completely makes the game trivial and yep. i had force the like third of the force lightning so i would just stun people and then force lightning them to death and it made the combat 
pretty trivial. Yeah, my focus yep. in see that's uh, sorry. Go, you go ahead, Jose, and then I'll I'll circle back. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, Derek pretty much explained it pretty well. <laughs> that's kind of like one of the only uh, easy way to play the game, like you know, stun everybody and then force lightning everybody in, in, in a big cone in front of you and then rinse and repeat. Yeah. Uh, I did dark side um, after deciding that I didn't want to do light side. So like half of the game I built for light and then the other half of the game I was like, screw it, I'm going to build for dark because I don't care about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, once you figure out the Wombo combo, it's kind of mm-hmm. really, really yeah. Neat. See, I I failed in that aspect where I didn't like fully realize like for whatever reason I just never looked at it correctly. I didn't realize which skill was the force lightning skill, so I never leveled it up fully. But the one I focused on was the drain skill, which yeah, healed me, which is that another good really too, good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I basically <laughs> did the same thing where I would stun them or whirlwind them and uh, and then heal myself. Uh, and I always ran, or at least up until I was able, I only ran my Jedi's or my dark side characters. So for a while, my party was myself, Bastila, and Candorus. Uh And then once I got Jolie, I ran myself, Bastila, Jolie. And so I would have one of my Jedi focus on being a heal bot, uh, one of them being like a backup mm. if my character fails, uh, and then just go from there. Because okay. Jedi's Jedi's are overpowered in this game. Yeah, I'd say I ran Ju- always like once I got Julie, always Julie, and then HK forty seven because he is the greatest character. Yeah, really. Let's go. I, ne- I never used him. Oh, he is incredible. Oh, Dude, he's super HK good. is so- really. He's, he's insanely good and he's hilarious. Yeah, I, love I did. It when I he did calls notice everybody a meatbag. I, I I did love his dialogue in in the cutscenes I had him in. Yeah, the main yeah, reason I used him was to take the diplomatic approach with the sand people. Uh, he the their... the sand people. Yeah. Yes. He speaks. And then we I was... got him. <laughs> he speaks... Yeah, he speaks their language. That's so the only way to translate and actually take the diplomatic light side approach. Because I'm a Jedi, man. I wanted to be a Jedi, and so I got sick yeah. of all the. That's so I got sick of all the the game play of this. Because I agree, the story is fun. The gameplay made me not want to play it at all, which is yeah. my main issue with it. it was... I I had to cut the cord because I realized I could I could finish this, but it's not going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look. Right. I'm going to have to look at a guide to get through this entire game. I don't feel like doing that. Yeah, there. I, I think the the coolest part about this game is how many different options there are to play it in terms of how you build your character, how you interact with dialogue, how you can even tackle scenarios and fighting enemies. Like there, I believe even as early as the sewers on Terrace, you can. There's like this really big creature that you can either try and kill, you know, but probably going to be pretty hard or you can like I, I watched a video you can put grenades in its nest and then it'll walk over to its nest and just explode yeah yep and so i didn't do that i fought him so like <laughs> one of the one of the biggest parts of the game is actually reading the data pads that yeah, you pick up i was gonna say like yeah the the data pad that you get from the severed arm right before the rancor fight says if uh, if we stuff grenades into the the pile of dead bodies, it'll eat it and it'll blow up, like or because it gives you pheromones or something. Like it, yeah. it has like yeah, some you, you need to stack both the pheromones and the grenades and a in grenade. the same body. Yeah, yeah. So like it, you get those tips uh, from the data pads, but you know ninety percent of the players, you know, don't really give a give a fuck I, about like yeah. reading. 
I noticed that, that I like, but I had, I had to look up how to actually do it because I didn't know you could put things in a container. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's a there's a button to like give instead of take, mm-hmm. but it, it's like who who is willingly using lockers in the Ebon Hawk? Who isn't just stuffing everything into their pockets? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, there's, taking no, there's no inventory. Yeah, cap, there's no right? inventory system. So yeah, so cap, it's kind yeah. of a pointless mechanic, except yeah. for that one scenario. Yeah, where I can't believe you actually beat the Rancor. Like I, so here's what I did: is I just used a blaster character and lured it out until uh, it would start circling back, and then deal a bunch, of, and then like queue up three skills, and then run away, and then repeat that. <laughs> yep, sounds about right. Yeah, no, so just, that's, that's what I'm saying. Up. There's so many different strategies that you can imp- apply to to get through this game, uh, and yeah. I think that's one of the ways. That's one of the coolest things about it. Um, should we? Uh, you think we should outline the story real quick, since that's a, yeah, you know, might as well. Yeah, yeah, it's the best part of the game, and there's like one of the best, one of the most iconic twists in all of video yeah. games happens here, which is really cool. So I was like you, Jeff. I thought I knew the twist. I was like, I know the twist. Yeah. Uh, so I thought I knew it the whole time, and then it turns out I didn't know it, and I got like this double mind blow of like, whoa, I was wrong, and also, whoa, this is a great twist. It was okay. Yeah, I, I. Uh, was kind of the same way where like I vaguely remembered like oh this is like you th- like this is what happens in this game right but then like for some reason when I got to it I was just like I did not see this coming at all really yeah hmm. Eric what was your uh what was your initial uh thing I thought Bastila was was Darth Revan Oh, okay. 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 So this coincidence is like, well, she was there when he died. So, like, okay, yeah, that, like, yeah, I I think I heard that before. So, (laughs) so let's get into it. Who wants to? Does anyone have any strong feeling on on doing it? On giving the rundown? Uh, Yeah, outlining it. Pass. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I I figured it would be out of me, Derek Jose. I mean, I can do it. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Jose is like favorite, so let him do it. Sure. So. Do we want just like key points or like, yeah, uh, let's, let's yeah, yeah, points. like like a brief a brief rundown, hit all the important moments. Sure. Because okay. with the on our Ghost of Tsushima spoiler cast, we we just talked about the what the story was for the like thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, you wake up at a at a um, Republic starship. Uh, you're being attacked. You make your way through that, and you go down into the uh, the planet under you with Carthonasi, yeah. uh, which is yeah. one of the remaining dudes. This is very important. You are like an avatar character. You yeah. make your own character from scratch, uh, customizable, you know, appearance. Uh, you have uh, amnesia when you wake up. There we go. Yeah. So you you know nothing. You're you're just going in blind. You you got to trust on this dude Carth, who is like some decorated war hero from the Republic. Yeah, uh, you uh, learn that you have to rescue Bastila, which is one of the the most important Jedi in the entire uh, Star Wars universe at that particular moment because of her uh, Jedi um, ability called Battle Meditation, which has the power to turn tides in war. Like literally, um, it just makes everybody um, just perform better. Is that what it is? I always thought it was like her just like analyzing the situation and then giving instructions on how to better execute. So she's literally she she directly manipulates it. Oh, she's a bard. Yeah, like she's super super powerful with that. Yeah, just just her presence makes your armies fight better. Yeah, well, she she actually like uses the force and meditates, but pretty much. 
Um, either way, you make your way through um, Terrace. You meet a bunch of uh, of different characters, namely uh, this big drug lord called Davik Kang, who has the um, the means to escape Terrace because it's under Sith quarantine. You escape Terrace and kill Davik in the process, and you take a couple of people with you. Um, you rescue Bastila. You, you rescue Bastila, of course. You you okay? So you enter a race a swoop gang race um in the on terrace it was on terrace but what what was the the undercity like was the under it city. no i think it's just yeah, called the lower city, city. Yeah. the lower city lower, lower city, terrace yeah, whatever go. uh you you join um that race gang. and then you you like you know perform better than everybody you rescue bastila uh she breaks out and then you kill like a drug lord or something uh, then you get the ship, then you escape, and then you go to Dantween, uh, to seek Jedi Council, uh, and, like, see, you know, what it is that you have to do. Um, they're reluctant to take you, because they, they sense the, the, the force being strong in you or whatever, and they, they're, like, really wary about, um, about taking you in for training, for some ambiguous reason or another. Uh, you train as a Jedi... You learn about um, the star map, which is uh, oh, turns out to be a fragment of the whole thing. You have to go to four different planets um, to uh, to get a different pieces to eventually lead you to something called the Starforge. So you go to these planets, um, and of course, like every every character that you take with you uh, will have like their own little story progression um, with. Uh, there are certain backstories like Bastila, for example. I don't know if you, either of you guys did it, but uh, you actually get to meet like Bastila's family, and you mm. get to like find out like uh, what happened to her parents and and what's going on with her mother, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and same with Mission, like you get to see her, her um, brother, her brother, dumbest and... name for a character. Yeah. Uh, you never so... gave me the credits you owed me. No. <laughs> so he, uh, you find the star maps. You you go through all four different planets, which are Tatooine. Uh, you find that star map with a crate dragon, uh, which you have to lure out using Bantha. Um, then you go to Manon, or you can go to Manon. Um, it's a big aquatic planet. Uh, it's like ninety nine percent water or something like that. And uh, you have to be on your best behavior at all times. You can't, uh, inf you know, have any conflict at all whatsoever. Otherwise, you risk getting arrested or executed or worse. Um, you have to break into the Sith embassy and find proof that the Sith are um, conspiring against Manon to get them shut down. And then you get, um, you get into the Republic embassy and do a favor for them. Um, then you go to the ocean floor where you see a bunch of like crazy Selkath who are like riled up by this giant uh Phyrexian shard, I think is what it's called, or, or Paraxa shard, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, this really, really big shark. Uh that turns out to be like one of its distant ancestors or whatever. You choose whether you actually want to poison it and kill it, or destroy the the facility and save it. Um, uh, and then you find the star map there. Uh after you deal with all of that. You can go to Korban, which is a Sith planet. Um, 
you get to go through this uh, this big Sith Academy and do a bunch of trials and gain uh, prestige with the Master. Um, and then it'll lead you eventually to a tomb, which that tomb, I believe, is called the Tomb of Nagasato. Um, it has a bunch of trials that you got to go through, and then you eventually unlock the uh, the Starforge, which then, once you come back, you have to decide which side you're taking. You can take out one or the other or both of the of the people with you, but, you know, depending on what you do, you risk... Uh, Incurring the wrath of the entire academy. Um, after that, you go to the last place, or it can be the last place. You go to Kashik. Uh, you learn about slavers and about the Zerka Corporation uh, taking Wookies as slaves and selling them off to a different uh, to distant planets or whatnot. Um, you meet the leader of the Wookies called Chundar, I think. I think that was his name. Um, and we then, really lucky that none of these have been trivia questions. <laughs> Am I going too depth and too in depth with this? Uh, I would say a little bit with all the proper nouns and names for shit. Okay, <laughs> but has he actually hit but, any trivia questions yet? Uh, one. Ooh, yikes! Sorry. It has since been rectified. Okay. Uh, I'll <laughs> anyway, that. You, may, you make you may continue. Oh, I was at uh, how you rescued Bastilla. I wanted to include one that I thought at least most of you would get. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, okay, I'll dial it back. Um, no, you're good. Wookie Chief, you do him a favor. Uh, you meet other Wookie. Then you choose whether you're going to uh, help the other guy take over or kill some other guy. And then you get the the star map and then once you get to the star map you get you stranded in a planet you meet the civilization there or the the race of the aliens that um that manage the entire thing and oh, i think one important thing i think you skipped over is between you the twist yeah between oh, the third oh, and yeah. the fourth planet is when yeah reveal. Vine, okay you get captured or whatever yeah, yeah. That's like, so that's the twist <laughs> yeah i was waiting for that yeah uh yeah, so between the third and fourth planet, uh, you get captured by Malak, you get taken to a ship, uh, you choose a person who is going to help you escape uh, the the torture chambers or whatever, and you know you make your way through that, and you learn that uh, you are indeed the Sith Lord that they were taking out. Um, you are Darth Revan, and you know and all of a sudden. Uh, your partner Karth doesn't trust you, and you gotta explain it to your your crewmates or whatever. Um, Malik makes his escape with Bastila. She she quote unquote sacrifices herself to to stall him for time, so that you guys can escape. Uh, then after you go through the the fourth planet, and uh, or rather when you're on your way to the fourth planet, you tell everybody on the ship. And you get like mixed results, but for the most part, uh, nobody really cares, which is kind of funny. <laughs> uh, after that, you go through the fourth planet, then you go to the the Starforge to or try to get to where the Starforge is. Uh, your ship gets sucked into another planet. You go through that planet, um, do some favors for some people. They let you in to the temple. Uh, you kill a bunch of Sith in the temple. Then you end up fighting Bastila, who's been turned to the dark side. And then that's where you choose 
whether you actually want to be a good guy and try to get Bastila on the light side, or if you want to betray everybody and return to the dark side as Darth Revan. And that's that's like the pivotal moment of the entire story. Uh, after that, depending on what you choose, um, you either take Bastila with you to the Starforge, or you take your, your people with you to the Starforge. Um, and then you make your way through that. You meet Bastila again. Um, if you're on the light side. If not, you fight some three goons who don't even stand a chance. And then uh, you make your way up to Duff Malak, which has a horrible fight. And then oh yeah, uh, you conquer or save the universe. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Is, so... is there a canonical ending? Is like the light side the canonical one? Or is there, there yes. no definitive... I don't think there's a definitive ending to this game. Because... Okay. The actual lore uh, with Darth Revan is way different. He ended, he ends up as a as a gray Jedi. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, I guess one thing I want to talk about with the story is, uh, and specifically with the gray Jedi stuff, is this game did stuff that the sequel trilogy was leading up to with like, uh, oh, like after episode eight, yeah, the Jedi suck. They don't do good things. Like they captured this guy and brainwashed him, and like it's like mm. that's dark shit. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the Jedi aren't always good. They do some questionable things. Uh, and then like yeah. you got the people going back and forth between the light and the dark side, and like living in this middle zone. Like your character can live in this middle zone, which is like the idea is that the 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 sequel trilogy we're going to and then you know episode nine came out and they're like fuck you uh yeah that's where i thought they were going with it for a while like hey if you don't want these bad guys to be here you can't really have the good guys either you need something in the middle you know like you know one won't exist without the other being there hmm. anyways um so yeah as a star wars story it's really cool really interesting it does some really cool yeah Absolutely. it does some really interesting stuff um that you don't see really much else of in the star wars universe i i feel like the only time you ever get like a slight glimpse into like the ethics of the jedi and like whether they're making good choices is in the sequel in the prequels and at that point the story is just so concentrated on on Anakin's turn to the dark and like the Sith's re-rise to power that you don't really get to see, like you, you don't get the full impact of, of like how the Jedi's decisions actually led to this. It was, you know, there, you know, the bad decisions made by the Jedi that kind of lead to this happening. And so yeah. it's, yeah, I, that was my, I think my favorite thing about the story is that yeah. it's the, like, that's why I, it was so satisfying to return to the dark side. It was because it was just like, you idiots, you thought this could work and it didn't. Like, you thought you could brainwash yeah. somebody and, like, make them your your slave, your, their pawn or whatever. And guess what? It backfired on you. And now I am back as the uh, yeah. Sith Lord. But the light side ending would work, too. And right. that's, I think, what's so brilliant about this game is that every like choice every alignment every like option that's presented to you makes sense within the context of mm -hmm. the story the the you are revan reveal like i 
strangely didn't see it coming. Like, I always thought I knew that, like, oh, you play as Darth Revan in KOTOR. But as soon as they, like, you know, I made my own character and they were like, oh, you, you know, you're just some nameless guy. But then they spend the entirety of the game talking up Darth Revan. He's, Darth Revan is mentioned in text so much and in dialogue by other characters that by the time it gets to the reveal that you are Darth Revan, it adds so much context to everything that you have done previously and stuff before the game starts. And it makes not only every uh, choice that you've made up until that point mean more, but also every choice you make after and every interaction Mm -hmm. after. Uh, It's like, it's such a cool uh, moment, you know, easily my favorite moment of this game, maybe in all of video games for me. Like I fucking loved that reveal. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. The, and I feel like this is this game is like the beginning of of Bioware's like best storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, they I think they do a great job of making both sides like you're saying both sides plausible, uh, and they do that throughout like the next few games. I feel like it isn't until uh, maybe like Dragon Age three where the writing kind of takes a dip and like both sides like i don't even know if there is a both sides option in the dragons at dragon age 3 but like this dragon dragon age origins jade empire mass effect it all has this kind of like both both decisions make sense in the end like your decision you know your everything makes sense it is well written and it all plays out really well yeah and it's like the the way that this game skirts the line um in your character choices too with like you were saying how you know jedi and sith dark side light side are not parallels for good and evil Mm -hmm. uh and at least that is the message that it's trying to convey and what we thought the sequels were trying to convey um and you can really exemplify that by like by looking at it from different perspectives right like the the jedi took a, a man uh, who was, was their enemy brainwashed him into an amnesiac state uh, and then tried to enforce their will upon him throughout like the course of the game. And then it's it's crazy because the as you go through the game, every time you choose a dark side option in dialogue and in combat, every time you kill somebody, Bastila gives you shit. She's yeah. like, hey, stop doing that. Like, that's not what a Jedi would do, you know? And so it's like, they're trying so hard to impose themselves onto you. And then it's like you said, Derek, to play dark side and see it blow up in their face like that was really funny. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I guess it, it still is technically though, kind of trying to present it like the Jedi or the good guys. Um, Cause I think star Wars like almost can't get away from it. Right. Like, even though this game takes place thousands of years before any of the movies, I can't help but just see this as another version of the Republic and the Empire. You know, like it just felt that the same to me as the as the movies do. Yeah, they and just referred I, the like. It was was it weird to anyone else that the Sith wasn't necessarily like a singular evil force user? It was a a group. It was like an army. Yeah, movement. It, it was just like the yeah, Sith this, was just another name for the Empire, and yeah, that's what yeah. that's that was kind of my read on it. That but I think that, this was long before they uh, the Sith made the rule of two. 
Yeah. Eventually, they realized if there's too many of us, we just start infighting. They're but what they weren't even they, they weren't even like Sith like warriors as we know from the original trilogy or like the movies. It was like Steve who joined the army and it's wears his helmet and has a blaster and he's like, "I'm Sith," you know. It's okay. it was, it was it's just another. It was just the opposing side. It was yeah. that that's the big difference. I think it threw me you off. still have the you still have the rule of two right like Darth the Revan and Darth Malak were the only like I... lightsaber users not 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 lightsaber users but like those are the two Sith lords right yep uh, whereas yeah. the Sith is more of of like a a, a mindset I guess like yeah a it's, movement. it's an organization where they actually yeah. have the name attached to it and yeah you're right like later on the Empire is pretty much that but without saying everyone here is Sith yeah, it's like the Sith. I guess later on, it's only the Sith are just the Jedi users or the well, right. users. In the in the end, right now in this, there's everyone who's on the Sith can use the dark side. Yeah. Whereas in in the current, uh, you know, in in the movies, uh, only the two they are the ones who use the dark side of the Force on the Sith, and no one else does. If they if they are, there's some kind of outcast that. Like isn't a part of the Sith anymore, like Darth Maul or, uh, yeah, I guess just Darth Maul. Is it was the only mostly one Maul because he was the cockroach of the Star Wars universe for a while, just living yeah. on hatred. <laughs> like should have been dead like twenty times over, but somehow it wasn't. Yeah, I thought. How do you guys feel about Malak as a villain? I Honestly? didn't. I didn't personally interact with him, but from the stuff I watched, I thought he was fine. He was all right. He's kind of lame. Not gonna lie. I he, uh, he, he kind of, from what I've seen, just kind of takes the role of this is the bad guy. Like, yeah. Nothing exceptional about why he's a villain. He's Especially just, with a name like Malik. Yeah. That's just I one think of those. Kind of suffers a little bit in because he's in Revan's shadow. The other time, yeah. the whole time in the game, like he never, I think, has his moment to be shown as like this huge. I guess until he uh, like manipulates Blastula to the dark side, he doesn't seem to like be all that menacing. Like, because the whole time they're just talking of how fucking powerful Revan is, and then it turns out you're Revan, so it's like, okay, obviously I can beat Malik if I'm so Revan. Like, like, yeah, you were this guy's master yeah. before. Uh, yeah, so it's like he. I think he kind of loses his. I don't know. He's a he's a good villain, but is is he like he's not the true villain because in the end you can become the true villain. Mm. You, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 no matter what you do, you're better. You're either a better villain or you're just better and beat him. Yeah. I yeah. I did like the reveal of him having no lower jaw. That was cool. Yeah, that was, yeah, cool. That was yeah, like that was, that was a cool crazy. little moment. You're just like, "Oh, weird." Yeah. It was um, like, if it, in a way, it felt like true. they were doing it just to show it because, like, he, you know, it was covered the whole time. But at the same time, seeing it was really, was like, cool and like, whoa, you know, that's like a weird fucked up thing. So I think the, the next logical take place to take this conversation is all of the talks about the a remake for this game. Um, mm, that's true. How, how would we feel about the remake? The, the talks are that it's going to be more of an action combat based game think along the lines of i don't know uh force unleashed or jedi fallen order probably obviously not specifically like those but something in those realms as opposed to the the turn-based D D stuff that we got here 
What do we yeah. think about that? I, I, I would love would, that. Yeah, I think it would solve pretty much all of this game's most blatant problems. And exactly. like yeah. an, inter an interface upgrade comes with the territory. So yeah. that's yeah. that's really the only other blatant thing. Maybe even like I think if they really wanted to perfect it, they could go as far as to re recording some new voice lines. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the level the that races. it would be. I think yeah, it would I mean, be like a, a full, full remake. remake, like Final full Fantasy VII remake. remake style. Yeah. And that yeah. if they so if they just do those three things and leave the story mostly the same, I think that'll be a fucking fantastic. It'd be a, it'd be a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. That would be. I, I agree. Honestly, that like the combat was the worst part of it for me because it just felt like oh yeah, it was too reliant on the D and D save or suck mechanic. Like yeah, oh, no. all my characters failed this save, so now I have to sit here and do. Like, it almost felt like at a certain point with the computer rolling all the numbers, I did not have much of an active role yeah. in how the combat was going to go. I mean, Derek, you were even saying when you got really good at it, you had a point where you're like, oh, yeah, I knew the fight was going to take 10 minutes, but I knew I didn't have to do anything. So I just put down the controller and walked away and went to the bathroom yeah. and got something to eat. It's like, yeah, that's not engaging for yeah, me. Yeah, that's like, that's yeah. terrible. But that's also literally only one battle in the game. And oh, okay. I wasn't sure if that was a regular thing or not. If you have. I don't know if you can have destroyed droid by that point. No, because I think it's on that. Is it on Dantooine that you do that? I don't know. But don't here's remember, the thing, but... too. Like, for me, like, the whole Jedi fantasy, like, involves, like, moving around in combat, being acrobatic. So, for me, the whole... Right. No. I wasn't really doing it. Adam is mining very slow attacks for the... Yeah. Listening to the podcast. You know oh, what? Right. I, I think... forgot we're a podcast for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I forget every day. Well, we're live currently. Yeah, we're live. Yeah, that was more. That was yes. The, the slow, like I'm gonna whack you. It didn't really work. Also, I am. I had just gotten off of like beating Jedi Fallen Order, so I was very right. biased by yeah. just how good of a Star Wars game that was. Mm. But and how see, good the, the thing, combat felt. The thing I think this game has over Jedi Fallen Order is that it is a better Jedi fantasy for Force powers because, is, like yes. Derek said, the Force lightning. And the like, just the breadth of it. Like, there's a number of light side powers. There's also a number of dark side powers, and they do a lot of different things that are really cool. Like you were saying, destroy droids, and the whirlwind that I brought up earlier is is a cool one. Uh, it's there's a lot of cool stuff. You want a power you can, trip from you force can powers? Brainwash people. Force unleashed, man. Yeah, that game is yeah. nuts. Also, yeah, I love force unleashed. The one thing I want to bring up is Star Wars Jedi Knight Two Jedi Outcast came out two years before this game and is significantly better in my opinion it still has a pretty cool story obviously not to the level of this game because this game's story is like what carries it but the gameplay mechanics of you are this guy kyle katarn you were it's basically what it seemed like they were going to do with finn in the sequel trilogy but then backed off of he was he was a stormtrooper i think he was just a stormtrooper in in the empire defected somehow became a jedi was like, this is awesome. And then something happened. I think his partner died. And he's like, all right, I'm done being a Jedi. And then he left. And then at the beginning of this game, something happens. And he's like, I got to be a Jedi again. So it starts with <laughs> you just like using guns and stuff. And then you get to like the Temple of the Jedi or whatever. And he like relearns all of his stuff. And you get slowly get all these cool force powers. And there's like three different lightsaber fighting styles that you can cycle between. And like depending on who you're fighting, different styles do better. It's a really cool game. Um so I just wanted to shout out that game because I think it's better than this game. <laughs> and they came out around the same time. Yeah. Um, okay. I think we're just about at the end of this conversation unless there's any really big thing that someone wanted to bring up that we didn't hit on. Um, no, I think 
I think we're mostly mostly covered. Yeah, it. that kind of wraps it up. We need to give it a ranking, right? That's right. A... So that's what we're well, about to go. To... I I want to ask my thing, which is, what was your guys' favorite moment from the game, and why was it the Revan reveal? Uh, my favorite <laughs> moment was when I turned it off and didn't have to play it anymore. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. then after that, I... it was the Revan reveal. Yeah. yeah if, if this gets a like a a good looking remake, I would definitely love to play it. But yeah, the all in all, the combat just took me out. of It was just not fun and engaging for me. I don't, I don't like games like that. Yeah. Favorite moment that I, I got to? Uh, I don't know. Blowing up the Rancor with grenades is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's a good. It's I I respect it. It's that's a really cool use of the game's uh, mechanics. Derek, I I don't. I guess. I mean, I don't know. The the Revan reveal is the like. Big yeah. moment. Like, like that, I think it, I think it's perfectly acceptable to just say the Revan moment because I fucking uh, love it. I did like. Uh, I did think Korriban was cool. I liked Korriban was my favorite planet. I Absolutely, liked going yeah, I in agree. and like being in the Sith world. That was pretty yeah. cool. I like that. So, favorite longer moment would be Korriban. Yeah, I agree. Jose, yeah. is it just the Revan reveal? No, mine is uh, Sunri's trial in Manan. Uh the the trial is a cool a cool Which moment one? as well. Which so, part is that? That's uh when you if, if you have Jolie Window with you and uh-huh. you go to Manan. Yeah. Or rather any time like... you go to Manan, uh there's this lady who's asking for help for Jolie. Essentially one of his old like uh friends got into or got arrested by the by the Manan uh-huh. police or whatever and you're trying to find evidence to uh to you know get him out of jail or whatever and it turns into like this whole like detective like you you investigation thing Mm -hmm. you find out like there's a lot of different angles to this story there's not just like clear cut like he shot her and that was it Mm -hmm. yeah i think i i think i started that yeah it's a it's a long like side quest but i i think it's like one of the more engaging uh quests in the entire game and it's absolutely satisfying when you get the right ending once you have all of the information presented to you sweet it's pretty fun all right let's give our ratings jose uh if you didn't know we do ratings one through five one being uh this is unplayable don't play it at all two being play if you're a fan of the genre or source material three being this is a decent game four being this is a really good game and then five being this game's incredible you have to play it so with that in mind, what would our, you give this game, yeah. Jose? Our Boy. one word, uh, our one word um, descriptions are bad, fine, good, excellent, must play. Excellent. <laughs> All right, Derek. So rehearing you go through our descriptions, I I think I have to give it a two. Okay. I, <laughs> wow. You should only play this game if you really like those classic like D D style old like western rpgs and if you really like star wars mm. adam <laughs> i'll give it a three because while i agree with derek it does have a really good story so if you can get past the mechanics you can enjoy it for that reason andrew <sighs> i like i really want to give it a five because i really really like this game but i don't think i can in good conscious conscience do that so i'm going to give it a four yeah, I agree. I I couldn't bring myself to a five. Yeah, uh, I think it has in its current state. It has too many problems. 
Yeah, I'm going to give it a two. I'm with Derek. Only play this game if you're a super fan of old school D&D combat in video games or if you're a massive Star Wars fan. If you're a massive Star Wars fan, don't even play the game. Just watch it on YouTube. This game <laughs> feels is one of or the like, least fun experiences I've had playing a game in a very long time. Uh, I believe that makes the aggregate a three, right? Yes. Yeah, because it's two, two yes. fours, and a three. So. All right. Smack in the middle. So uh, the Game Sharks have officially gave Kotor a three out of five. Yes. All right. Uh, we have something to do. Well, I mean, didn't we? You have to pick a. Wait, what is that? That is my oh, the... my Bard cup. Is that what you switched it to? Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> know where the hat is. Well, I oh. I wore the hat sometimes, so ah, I've been okay. in the physical hat all the time. But there's only one piece of paper in here. Yeah. No. Oh. And the game we've, is... We've already decided which one it's going to be. The world... This is not going to work. The world ends with you. Cuphead. Cuphead. Just it out. Not Cuphead. I'm going to play Cuphead instead. We'll, no, we'll play Cuphead eventually. Cuphead's on the list eventually. Uh, yeah, we're playing The World Ends With You. We decided to jump this up the list just because the sequel is coming out, and I wanted you guys to experience it so that you had the chance to play the sequel if you like the original. I highly, highly, highly recommend that you play. Get your hands on a copy of a DS version and play it on your DS. Do not play the Switch version. Do not play the phone version. It's it's unique combat mechanics are dependent on being a dual-screen game. Um Jose, do you have any interest in playing The World Ends With You with us, or is this one a little too much out of your wheelhouse? I don't even really know what it is. It's a JRPG by Square Enix uh, for the DS. It was a cult classic, and there's a sequel coming out later, later this year, or a prequel, I think, technically. If buying the DS version is too much trouble, then, hey, by all means, play the Switch version and tell us how bad it sucks. That's true. <laughs> um, uh, I, don't, I don't know. You don't I'll have to play to it. <laughs> I'm I'm not expecting you to play it, but if you wanted to, feel free. Yeah, you can you can sit this one out if you want, and we'll phone you up for the next game. The but rest okay. of you have to, to you. do it, though. Yeah, that's fine. Um, cool. All right, Andrew. Uh, so oh, yeah. originally we were going to be doing this uh, episode last week when I wasn't going to be here. Uh, so Andrew had trivia made up, but we ended up pushing it back a week. So uh, Andrew's still going to lead trivia because I also don't know dick about this game. That's right. <laughs> so Jose is about to destroy all of you. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, Andrew, are you keeping score on your uh, end or do you want me to? Yeah, I can, I can keep score. All right. So whenever you're ready, take it away. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, question number one. What is the name of the ship you are on when the game starts? Based on the amount of proper nouns and names for things that Jose dropped in his descriptions, I fully expect him to to, know everything. Um, I'm assuming you're going to have me go first for all of them, so I'm not going to bother writing anything down. Uh, You bet your sweet bippy I am. (laughs) What the fuck is a sweet bippy? I don't know. Ask Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um... Um, you got something, Jeff? No, but as soon as you call on me, I'm gonna say something. I'm calling on you. All right, right it it is the 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 mantis ray. All right, uh, Adam, you got something? Yep, the Ebon Hawk. Derek, uh, I think I finally settled on the Revenger. <laughs> Jose, the Ebon Hawk. That is incorrect. Correct. 
the name of the ship that you start the game on is the Endar oh. Spire. Oh Endar my God! Spire. Right. Okay. Wow. The Ebon Hawk. The Ebon Hawk is the game. Is the ship that you steal from Kalo Nord. Oh no, right. From, right. From, yeah, from Davik. Davik. But yeah. yeah, same thing. This game on is terrorists. too many proper names. That's so yeah. for not listening. <laughs> so many yeah, specifics. All right, so no oh. points for anybody. Interesting. I'm still in it, baby. Let's go. Time All right, number first. question number two, though. What is the name of the card game that you can play in uh, cantinas throughout your journey and also with just, like, random people in shops and stuff? I was going to bring it up during the podcast because it is oh, one of game. the worst, like, sub-games in, a, in an RPG because it's just I tried to play it. bullshit luck. I, I couldn't figure it out. And I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> um uh fuck i'm gonna hear it and be so mad yep um, as soon as i hear it it's gonna click but do you know it jose yep <laughs> i really i, I know do know this one you know it too um all right jeff, make, we'll make adam go seconds. first no you make jeff go first make adam go first make jeff go first Jeff, rock, paper, scissors for it. Okay, Derek, ready? what's the name of the, of the Rocks, card game? paper, scissors, shoot. His was delayed. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. I, I, I wasn't I, looking at you, Derek. I swear I did whatever. Um, Calling well, on Derek. I know the answer. They should have oh, to go first. Okay, they fine. Don't know Fuck it. you. Jeff, what is it? It's um, poker. <laughs> <laughs> Adam? Yeah, I'm channeling Uncle Iroh. Pie show. Uh, Derek? Zach. Jose. Yep, Zach. <laughs> you guys both uh, had peas. <laughs> Poker and Pusho. <laughs> that game was so dumb. Uh, when in wait, doubt, Uncle I have to show my answer for so no, I believe think we're you. cheating. Um. Okay. So Jose and Derek have one point. Well, I never even bothered playing the game. Was it that bad? Yeah, it, it was. It was bullshit. It was bad. Yeah. I never okay. even bothered. It was just I was so uninterested. Like, it all right. takes you like an hour to figure out how the goddamn game works, and then you realize like, oh, this is all bullshit RNG that is never yeah. in my favor. It's supposed to be kind of like blackjack, but it's in no way like blackjack. Pizak Jack. It's Pizak Jack. All right. Question number three: uh, How many colors can you have for your lightsaber in this game? And uh, for fun, I'm going to give you a bonus point if you can name all of them. A lot of counting going on right mm -hmm. now. I think I actually know this one. I threw this one in there because I thought that at least you guys, look, at least Jeff and Adam will get it. I have a maybe, guess. Maybe, hopefully. Jeff didn't actually get to the part where you can equip lightsabers. So. Nope, but I have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> can I go? Yeah, you can go. Okay. There's five. It's blue, green, red, yellow, and purple. Derek? It's five. Blue, yellow, red, green, and violet. Which is purple. Eight. It says violet. So on top of there being red, violet, slash purple, whatever, green, blue, and yellow, there's also crystals. I think I read this for orange, silver, and cyan. Jose? Uh, I'm pretty sure that... uh. I'm I'm pretty sure there's eight. I'm pretty sure it was uh red, blue, green, yellow, purple, uh cyan, uh silver, 
and uh, what was that last one? I can't remember that last one. Sucks to suck. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you guys made me second guess it, so I just googled it, and there are in fact five colors. Okay. Uh, and they are in fact the five that Jeff and Derek named. It's amazing. Are there I'm tied with Jose. Wait, no, I get an extra point. I'm beating Jose. Let's go. So are there are there eight in Kotor two, or something maybe? Uh, I know those are the that or it's just the 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 blade changes a little yes. bit with in the uh, Kotor two. There yeah. are eight, and they are oh, the ones oh, that Adam damn it. Oh. Damn it. Did, uh, did Adam bait you with it, Jose, or did you just remember it the same I, he, way? I just he had me second guessing because I was gonna originally <laughs> say the first five. Man, I but... was I was reading up on stuff. Never mind. Oh man. Okay, so Jeff and Derek get two points. Jose and Adam get none. I hang my head in shame. Uh, so that makes things a little bit spicy. Derek in the lead with three now. Jeff in second with two. Jeff in second with two. We're gonna have another Adam win. <laughs> if Earth I win this, all right. Yeah. Number question number four. What is the name of the Jedi Master who shares a race with Yoda? <laughs> oh, what was his name? Uh, uh I got one. Okay. <laughs> Beppis Bordellini. Master Master Beppis. Uh, Is that your guess, Jeff? Is that your answer? Yeah, I don't remember. Adam, you got anything? You got one? No. Well, you got to give me something. Yoga. (laughs) Yoga. I'm going for people. Oh, I'm good for in trivia nowadays. Pure chaos. All right, Derek. Bort. Jose, Master Vandar. Yeah, that's that's the one. Vandar. Ah, okay. Okay, Jose gets another point. Jesus Christ. What was your, what was your answer, Derek? Borp? Bort. Bort. So we had Bort, Yoga, and Beppis Sprontolini. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Question number five. Which planet is featured in the game that you never actually set foot on? Oh. So, like, they talk about it, but you never actually go it there? It is, like, it's in menus, it's mentioned. Okay. You never set foot on the planet. Never go there. You never set foot on it. Okay, I have my answer. I got one. I think I'm wrong, but it's the best guess I have. All right. Derek and Jose, you guys good? Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the map. You so you said it was it was mentioned and on it's the map featured. I said it's in like menus and you people talk about it. Okay. All right, I've got something. That's why I thought featured was the best word because it's like. Anyway, Jeff, what's your guess? Uh, Adam's in last place. Excuse you. <laughs> Adam also played more of the game, which is what I'm going. That's with. not how the trivia works. <laughs> That's how my trivia works, Jeff. Uh, my guess is Kashyyyk, but I'm pretty sure you like actively go to Kashyyyk, right? Uh, I'll never tell, Adam. 
I believe it's Coruscant. Derek. I said Endor. Jose. Alderaan. None of those are correct. The I'm... answer is Yavin 4. Oh, son of a... Uh, okay, so, so hold on. From... So, okay. here's why this threw me off. Uh-huh. It's in the cut content. Ah. Oh, so you went there. You actually get to go to Yavin 4 in the cut content. I forgot that wasn't part of the original game. Well, that's game. what you get I for see. being fancy. Shame. Yeah. Also, uh, speaking of mods, did you know that there's a mod which completely removes terrorists from the game, Jeff? Yep. That's an important mod. Yeah, I want that. It gives you the, the worst part of the game. It gets rid of it, and it gives you all the step uh, buffs and levels. So yeah. you start in in uh, as a Jedi. Uh, Dantooine. Yeah, you start in Dantooine. I should look into that. Just kidding. That game sucks ass. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, with that, Derek wins. I tied for second with Jose. It's true. You did tie for second. I am useless. Uh, no, you just don't know a lot about random fucking random star wars shit yeah from a game i didn't finish so what was yeah, the tiebreaker exactly. the tiebreaker question is how many force powers are there in the game oh god 18 <laughs> 20 30 uh yeah uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't count for anything thinking. yeah just say a number name a woman 26 there are 44 Oh, wow, there are oh. 14 light, 16 universal, and 14 dark. Cool. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. I believe. Congratulations, Derek. With that, that brings I've us to it. the end of this episode of the Game Sharks podcast. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You can find everything that we do on thegamesharks.com. I'm hoping to beat Resident Evil uh, Village in the upcoming week and write my review for that. Derek's hoping to write his returnal review sometime soon. And it sounds like Adam's ready to start his uh, Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap review. So check all those out when they come up on the website, thegamesharks.com. You can find us streaming this live on Twitch Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We pushed it back an hour because I'm a dad now and that's how life works. Uh, you can find us on YouTube if you search Game Sharks Podcast. And you can find our Instagram at game sharks podcast and lastly you can send us an email at game sharks podcast at yahoo.com you can send us any trivia questions that you have for the boys any general topic discussions or tell us what did you think of kotor are you excited for the remake have you played it before is it ass yes is the answer to that question uh but i do believe with that we are finn not so fast <gasps> You can also check out Jose's stream on Twitch where he streams nearly every day at 7 p.m. Eastern at uh, twitch.tv slash haywire underscore J. You can also check out uh, our my cousin Jeff's brother, Matt, who made our theme song on Instagram at, what is it, Matt Ferrara photog photo Photography? Oh, God. Well, I didn't know this was happening. I think, yeah. I think, it, I think it's nice. It's uh, It is good to do. Let me look yeah, real quick. And you can uh, check out... Uh, the Instagram of our friend Sam, who made our logo at Slopes Art on Instagram. Uh, it is Matt Ferrara Photography on Instagram if you want to check him out. Okay, with all of those plugs out of the way, I do believe now that we are fit. <laughs>